Hey, Yomi, can you hear me? Yomi? Perfect. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. I was contemplating starting off with um, the Divine Hippie. I'm trying to retweet. Oh, okay. I was contemplating starting off with the Divine Hippie. Um, hear me out, though, because I don't think you got a chance um, to listen in to the Web3 radio when um, I first heard his music. So it's kind of it's, it's kind of hard hitting. I'll be honest. So I got to I got to slip this one in. Um, no offenses intended to anyone listening, um, but I like all kinds of music and I share all kinds of music. So I I think I might impress you with this one. Yummy. Let's see. Yeah. You can go ahead. I, I didn't um I saw the tweet but I didn't get a chance to listen to it. So I wanted Ooh. to listen. So I, oh, I, yes. I, I wanna hear I, it. And I'm I at the Mac. I'm at the Mac, so I've got it loud and, and, and ready to go. I I've got it okay. loud and ready to go. Look, so I'm see. sure to sound better than MySpace did on Wednesday because my I went back and listened to my music and it was horrible. So hey <laughs> I got you, babe. I got you. Hello. Over there, the escape verse. Is that, nice is that you. Christine? That is, is Christine? probably, is either Christine or Danny? Or Danny, yeah. That's a, because he was in a space last night and he was, it was Danny. So, with the Grim Goyle. So, it wasn't, it wasn't Christine. So, I'm not sure who this is. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Um, I'm anxious to hear your opinion on this before everybody joins us. I'm, I'm going to start it now. I'm in love with it. I'm in love with it. Look into the 
the sky 24-7 Hoping that God take me to heaven If not, I understand Cause I've been sinning since the very beginning I'm just a man, baby, come here and listen Why you at it on my Bible phone? I had to. I had to. Yomi, what do you think? I had to. That brother is fire. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. You you ain't see my heart. I you see your see heart. heart. I see you your heart. See I heart. see your heart. It is Mistress Money, Queen of Crypto, here with my co-host, Yomi, better known as Yomi God, Yomi the Goddess, the Sugar Plum Goddess, um, the lyricist with the pen. There we go. I just coined a new phrase for you, the lyricist with the pen. How about that? How about that? What's good? Oh, I miss my peeps. It's been a week. It's been a long week. A very long week. Crypto don't know what it want to do. Up, down, sideways. Um, all I know is I'm still sitting at L's. So if you got to win this week, let me see some hearts, man. What's good? Let's get into it. Oh, wait. Escape Verse got some, uh, some wins over there? What's good, Danny? Share your secret, man. What's good? Hello, hello. Uh, I am. <laughs> I'm. I'm doing good. Uh, how are you doing? How is the day? Ah, uh, my day is fire. Getting ready to start the space off. I was listening to some music that I wanted to, to line up because you know we reset the mood, reset the room with music. Um, and this brother just I haven't let it go since I heard him last week, man. I've been all down that rabbit hole. The divine hippie. Um, you guys need to give him a follow. Check him out on Apple Music. And um, I think he's also on Spotify as well. The brother is fire. He's fire. The divine hippie. Is, is he a Christian, uh, a gospel singer or something? No, no. I just like the way he married rap to jazz. I did. Absolutely. Um, you know, he does his own thing, man. I don't think you could classify him, to be honest. Uh, but I do have some Christian rap I'm going to drop on you. Nelson turned me on to, to Minnow. I want to say that right. Um, so I'm going to drop that when I reset the room later on. Um, but I had to open up for this. Jane, so good to see you. Um, you know, we have a special, special guest, Miss Chef Unlimited in the house, her first time. So we're going to treat her real gentle. Um, do you know how to accept the invite to speak, love? I just sent it to you. Super, super excited to talk to you and hear what you've got going on. There we go. Let's see if it says connecting. Hello and welcome. Hi. Are you just going to just greet us with a hi? That's okay. I wasn't sure if you were talking to me. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Miss Chef Unlimited. Give us all that energy, man. Oh, my oh, goodness. Pump. There we go. Hi. We Good want morning. all the smoke. We want yeah. all the smoke today. <laughs> you get it, baby. You get it. <laughs> we want it all. We want Good it all. morning. Good morning. How's the vibe? How's the how's the mood today? What were you vibing with? Oh my gosh, I'm I'm just excited. You don't even know. Like I'm I'm blessed and I'm excited. So I'm That's just the way uh, to go. Calm That's down. Go. 
Nope, don't calm down. We're going to ramp it up. We're going to ramp it up. We don't calm down. We ramp it up. It's a pleasure <laughs> to meet you, speak with you. And, you know, I try to jo- add as many people that I know to come in into this space today. So, you know, I hope I don't disappoint. <laughs> no, nothing to disappoint. Listen, they'll show up, man. It's yeah. recorded. We put it on the podcast. We switched yes, around right. the time because we're kind of testing out um, okay. the time. Usually we do 12 to 2. Um, mm-hmm. We're trying 1 to 3 today. Um, see what the numbers bring in. Um, but, you know, it's recorded and we typically pin it and put it on the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's always about the conversation. It's about who's going to zoo, um, what the vibe is, what's going on. And the space has been just just weird this week. The vibe for crypto has just been kind of off this week, and I don't mm. know what's good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I open up my feed, and Snoop Dogg is trending because he's 51 today. So it kind of set you oh. back, right? <laughs> for real. Oh, I can't compete with that. <laughs> right? Listen. Snoop is 51 today, right? So, you know, if you were kind of uh, in that era, you're right. <laughs> Listen, I was. Well, we get older and better, baby. Older yeah, and better. But you know, we're we're like fine wine, baby. We only get better with yeah. you know this. You already you know, know Anthony, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Carmen is off doing her thing for a couple mm-hmm. of days. I, I I let her I let her loose from the basement. So I've got Yummy God, um, my trusted sidekick and co-host today. I see Danny listening down in the audience. Um, Jane. Absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal community manager over at Kevin Hart um, NFT project. And Lot 22, that's our veteran project coming out in the next couple of weeks. We've got Danny with the Escape Verse joining us as well. Um, And usually how we do it is like the first 45 minutes or so we talk about our sponsors. Um, You know, but Crazy Meta is going to be on um, and I'll let him talk about himself. Um, I am also a co-founder on the project and so is Yomi um, Qual Simi. Um, it's a neurodivergent mm-hmm. project because we're both neurodivergent and parent to neurodivergent children. Um, military mm-hmm. finance, um, great, great, great project. Um, and a couple of other things that we're involved in. And, and usually we just talk about that. But I will tell you, sis, I'm so excited because this is where we talk about how you can't. Sometimes the numbers are all you need. And then sometimes mm-hmm. the numbers have no relevance to what you do. Um, you're mm-hmm. new to Twitter, but... <laughs> Your yes. web two, your your web two is killing it, sis. Your web two is killing it. So, <laughs> you know, I'm anxious to just dive in and hear all oh, about this. Chef Unlimited behind the profile was good. Oh, uh, well, okay. So let's start at the beginning. Um, the name Chef Unlimited just came from a like I was trying to coin the term chef, S H E F, in reference to a female in the kitchen and a badass you know, chef, but it needed to feel more like personal. So I was like, okay, how do I trademark it? And they were not giving me that name. So I had to expand on it. What does it mean to me? And being a female in fine dining and female and in the world, you have no limitations. You have to be everything. So you're unlimited. So it's like, you know, and so the my kind of mission is uh, we are more, we are vast, we are creators. We are mother of the world. So in order to create, we, in order to um, the world to flourish, we have to create, you know, and that's figuratively and literally. So um, 
uh, Chef Unlimited is also the name of uh, my um, private chef and catering company, as well as Kitchen Vixen. It kind of branches off, but it's the umbrella company of uh, Kitchen Vixen, which is a catering private chef and festival um, kind of company that I go out to the city and 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 handle events. Um, I am currently, I'm from Philly, so I'm here for the East Coast vibe. I'm born and raised in Philly. Um, I spent a lot of time in New York, so listen, sis, I get it. <laughs> and I get the energy. Facts. I'm, I'm in um, Blakely, Pennsylvania. Where's right, that? Uh, right, out of, right outside of Scranton. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, a few minutes away from Scranton. Uh, Brooklyn mm -hmm. Transplant. Mm -hmm. uh, so you get mm -hmm. you get that vibe, you get that energy. Mm -hmm. Let's tap into what you're talking about, though, because I okay. think that's so relevant when you talk about branding um, mm -hmm. and just getting with the name, right? Um, mm -hmm. I am a name person. I look at profiles. I look at the names. I look at it all. Um, mm -hmm. And and I do believe that it, ha you know, words have power, right? Yeah. And, and I know Yomi's going to chime in on this, okay. uh, being the lyric the lyricist goddess that she is. I know she's going to chime in on this, and I think it's important that. When you're talking about branding yourself and looking mm -hmm. at what it needs to represent and at the core and transparency of who you are, mm -hmm. um, you led with being female first. Mm -hmm. And that says a lot about what you're looking to accomplish. And it's so true. I mean, at the mm -hmm. end of the day, um, you know, we're creators. Yeah. Right? We create life. No, we don't do it on our own. You know, not knocking <laughs> the brothers in the space right. there, right? But uh, right. that's what we do. That's what we do. And leading with that, and, and one of the things, you know, I lost my mom in October. So October is never really oh, a good sorry month for me. That. Yeah, mm -hmm. she, you know, um, she was a mom's mom. And mm -hmm. when you talk about feeding people, mm -hmm. um, it's something I learned. Like, you, you can't mm -hmm. sit and break bread with a brother. Listen. You, you just can't and then turn around and stab him in the back. You just don't. Oh. There are household rules oh. that Listen. go when you sit down at that table to break bread. You feel me? Ma'am. Um, yes. <laughs> you know, so feed, feeding people... Yeah. Um, it's more than just some ingredients in a pot, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's so much more than that. It is the energy. It is the essence of who you mm -hmm. are that you Absolutely. put and feed up on that plate. So mm -hmm. I, I, I feel you 100% when you say, you know, this is, this is who I am and this is what I led with because I am a creator. I, you know, mm -hmm. I give life to things. So I'm yeah. feeling you on that 100%. Thank you. And I'm glad you, you were able to pick up on that. Like I, I usually, uh, as a, a chef, male or female they have had some type of artistic background before usually it has been in my experience that a lot of them are dope uh artists like they could draw it had like a past of graffiti or whatever but it's usually creating something uh beautiful on paper my actual artistic um background is in dance i grew up in as a six-year-old eight-year-old you know in every facet thanks to my mom you know of of uh dance and so I was a professional dancer at 12 years old she had uh, she you know she let me lead with my heart so my I wanted to continue that artist artistry if you will from my physical into a, a way that translates into a gift that I know that I, I, I have. Well, you know, I later found out, but, you know, the gift of hospitality, the gift of, uh, you know, artistry and creation is, is one of the things that I had to accept about myself. So. 
I'm not ignoring you. I'm busy pinning a no. tweet from Best and Dell. Um, oh, Lulu, right. Hey. So I'm, I'm busy yeah. pinning yeah. that tweet right there um, hey. because I, I know my co-host is probably uh -huh. down that rabbit hole and ain't paying me no mind. So she's leaving me to do all the pin tweets myself. Yeah, you can uh, be but... pinning on tweets. You can pin the <laughs> tweets because I was stuck when she was talking about coming into her name and trying to create that name and get the name to make it more feminine and more to fit her and be uh -huh. personalized to her. So, yeah, I, I was in that. I was already there. Sorry. I didn't <laughs> miss any of the other stuff that you said. You know, I, uh -huh. I got that, too, with the, the freedom that you got as a kid. Mm -hmm. um, that I didn't experience. I didn't get to experience that kind of freedom. So now, right now, I find myself as an adult trying to figure out the balance because I can't necessarily be that free. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't no. like get out there and like, you know, okay, I want to do this today. I can't really get out like that. Mm -hmm. But to tap on that name thing, yeah, I'm I'm on that because um, when you say that we are creators and we are the ones that really embody creativity, mm -hmm. um, that got me. And that makes me think of my name because for a long time I, I had this name and I wasn't sure what to do to it and or do with it. And mm -hmm. um, it was a nickname from a friend um, uh, from years ago that literally um, he had a tragic death. So because oh, he had a tragic death, I was like, I got to keep this name because he gave it to me for a reason. And it does have some kind of sentiment, you know, some kind of uh, importance to me. So I want to keep it. But I wanted to build on it because mm -hmm. it basically, you know, it described me, but I wanted it to be more. So I added on the name goddess mm -hmm. because, hey, you know, they say I'm a goddess. So basically I added the name goddess on there to tell myself that I was a goddess because I didn't see it I didn't feel it I didn't necessarily know it but all you know there were these things I was coming across this knowledge that I was coming across that was telling me you are indeed mm -hmm. a goddess you you mm -hmm. are you know the essence of creativity you create this mm -hmm. is what you do this is what you were built for this is you know your essential purpose no matter how you create no matter what mediums you use to create, you're going, you know, that's what you mm -hmm. are. So I, I have, you know, I put the name goddess in there and, you know, I have to um, focus on the goddess part because mm -hmm. I, I want to tell myself and teach myself, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm a goddess. And I, I try to walk in it now every now and again. Yeah, that crown don't even be there. It be on the ground. It be dragging around my ankle. I'm not <laughs> sure, you know. I like don't a hot sky. Okay. Right, I hear it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to deal with this crown. It's mm -hmm. not all, you know. And every time I get to those points, the crown gets bigger. <laughs> and I got to carry more. Uh, so it is, you know, when you when you said that about the name thing, I was so related to that. And I'm I'm sorry that I had to harp on that part, but the the name and the fact that your mom gave you that freedom when you were a kid, that she allowed you to say, okay, you know, this is what I want to do, this is where I want to go, and she supported it. And she was like, okay, I'm going to ride with you. I'm going to yep. ride or die with you. This is what you oh, want to yeah. do, baby. She we going to do it. We, we doing it together. You know, we getting down together. We dancing now. together. 
She like wherever I go, cheerleaders always have been. Like it wasn't a game she missed. She had a dance recital. She was the backstage mom. She was that one. So I could also relate to being that mom's mom. She was the cook. She was the cook before our shows. Every I had twelve people, fifteen people at my house eating before Mm -hmm. our shows all the time. Not it wasn't intermittently. It was each and every show. So people, yeah. It was it's, just one of those we, things. We already know what time we need to be there. You know, it yeah, yep. you don't even have to tell the time. Everybody just going to show up. They just gonna going to follow. On. Yeah, yep. we know we're going yep. down ahead of time. So, yeah, that. When she said, I'm down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I'm down that rabbit hole. I'm down that sentimental. I'm all in that mushy, gushy. Oh, yeah, good. I'm all into that. <laughs> you know, it took me a while. Because I was at Kitchen Vixen. I was stuck on that for a while. But, and Chef was one of those things that I had to really feel like I wanted to coin or at least, you know, help coin as a unit as female chefs. But Mm -hmm. it was one of those things that I needed people to understand when they saw it or they had heard it again. And again, they'd be like, oh, that's associated with Amanda, you know, or associated with Kitchen Vixen or whatever, you know, association. I needed them to know my colors are purple and gold for royalty. I need them Mm -hmm. to know that, you know, (laughs) that, you know, everything that is being developed around the Chef Unlimited name is based on royalty. Green and gold, rose gold, uh, purple and gold. These are things that were very important to me because... um, well, we, I have to also remind myself that I am not only a woman and not just a mother, but a actual uh, goddess as well. And, and, uh, and before, and so I understand the name, you, you have to convince yourself, you have to internalize it yourself first before you can even have convince somebody else that you are what you say you are, you yeah. know? Yeah. The thing that gets me on that though, is it's like everyone else is convinced. Before I even, you know, yeah. ahead of time, like they see Aviomi <laughs> the goddess. So time mm-hmm. I walk into his face, oh y'all, you know, hail this is the gay, this is the goddess. This here she is. She's, you know, mm-hmm. just like, oh, it's just, it's just me though, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Before I, I, I started referring to myself as a chef, other people would. And I'd be like, well, yeah. no one's just a cook. And I literally yeah. have my family, my people around me and say, stop doing that to yourself. Stop downplaying who you are, what you do. Like, I, you know, and, and they'd be like, I've never tasted things that you create so well and you got to stop doing that. So I, every time I say I'm a chef, I'm a chef, I'm a chef, because when you're in culinary school, it's a common misconception. When you graduate, you're become a chef. Well, not really. You have to earn certain stripes, if you will, to say, oh, I'm a chef. And then when I got my first chef job, I was like, okay, now I can confidently refer to myself as such, you know? And then when I became my own, own business owner and I was like, now I have to. Yeah, and I and I struggled with that. Like my mm-hmm. my business right now, it it struggled. It kind of like fizzled out because I didn't step up to take up ownership of it. Like I wanted it mm-hmm. to grow, I wanted it to thrive, but I was kind of timid with it. And now I'm like, I just I want to I want it to you know come back out. I want to focus on that. I don't want to work for someone else because now mm-hmm. I'm in that position. And I'm like, man, no, I can't even be dealing with this shoe, honey, I see all day. I can't even believe you're going to sit here and have the audacity to do this, that, and the third. So, yeah, I just, yeah, I need to. With that title comes great. 
that title comes comes great responsibility and it's not for everyone um even (laughs) though i think each and every single person is born with greatness within them Mm -hmm. um you know I, i always i remind my children and i remind myself that we were born winning Uh, Right. Um, For that one little egg to get germinated. It's a uh race of over a million sperms to get there. Uh So you were born winning. Um, Every facet of who you are and who you become, you were already born a winner. Um, But we allow others to dictate what our role is. We allow others to to pigeonhole us and then we get comfortable in that role. Um, Uh The beauty of growing into who you are, the beauty of growing into your name, growing into your power. comes with with acknowledgement that it's never going to be handed to you it's never going to be handed to you um to sit and wait for the world to acknowledge your greatness is never going to be handed to you you have to you have to actively be a part of the life that you want you have to actively be a part of the claiming process it's never going to be handed to you Um, and it's one of the things that continues to fascinate me about web3 those that come in and understand and build Um, and nurture a business that is very, very difficult. The time and dedication it takes to growing a project the right way in this space, in Web3, um, it's time-consuming. It's time-intensive, right? When you want to talk about sweat equity, this is as as much sweat equity that I have ever put in in any Mm -hmm. endeavor in my entire life, Mm -hmm. right? And and this is from a business owner. This is from an employee. This is from a mother. This is from um, a, a wife. This is from all those perspectives talking about the time intensity that it takes to build and build something that you firmly believe in. So those titles uh, are never going to be handed to you. And and I don't believe that they're even earned. I think it's an acknowledgement of self and understanding that you, you, were, you, were, you were created with that power and you have to come into it to your own and claim it. It's part of that claiming process. So I do believe that, that words have power. I do believe that names have power. Um, and, and I love that you led with that. Absolutely. Um, there comes okay. a point where, you know, we have to acknowledge not only as women, but women of color, that, yes. that weight, that mm-hmm. responsibility. I do believe 1000% that representation matters. Um, and mm-hmm. this is a field that, that even though we know growing up, right, as people of color, you feed. That's how <laughs> you show love. You mm-hmm. know? That's yeah. how you showed love. Right. One thousand percent that's how you showed love. Was feeding, right? Was cooking. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what we knew. That's what we bonded with. Yeah. Um and so to not see that represented in times past and see it represented now, it's it's a big deal. So mm-hmm. kudos to you, sister. Um Thank let's you. talk about best and dough. Okay. On Hulu. On Hulu. Let's yeah. go down play these accomplishments, ladies. <laughs> I man, I was asked to do that show. I I didn't even know it was an option, but I was asked. Hey, from another show, I was actually on um two other shows. One show called Cooks versus Cons, and then another one called Supermarket Stakeout. And that was you know you buy people's groceries and you make random stuff in a parking lot of a grocery store. Okay, and uh, the producer of that one asked me to come and just kind of interview with the the execs for Hulu. That's why I say, don't burn your bridges and be nice to people because <laughs> you never know. But they asked me to do um, just an interview. And at the time I was working at Spago by Wolfgang Puck and they have one of the most expensive pizzas in the country. And so um, 
when they were asking me a lot of it, you know, it was one of those things that I was like, okay, you know, it, you you pray about it, leave it to God, and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And and lo and behold, it was such a fast process. It was literally a month before I, like they opted with to go with me, and I was excited, so nervous. I mean. I didn't know what to expect. It's really, and when people say, oh, you know, it's fake, it's not. It's not. So, <laughs> so you get to literally cook right then and there. And it's amazing. And they, you could tell they spent a lot of money on that set. So, thank you. I like, I legit, I don't know if anybody's watched it or seen the episode, but I, um, I don't want to, you know, give anything away if anybody plans to watch it but um oh i put it on my page already so i did win <laughs> i did win my episode and was this it was the final episode um so episode 10 season one yeah but you know it, it's it's much more than that right um <laughs> you know get getting into to what you do how you because mm -hmm. you said it you said mm -hmm. um you know you have some kind of creativity in you when you step into being a chef. And I believe that. Oh, I firmly okay. believe that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, now we look at the acoustics of plating, right? Mm -hmm. Listen, when you sit down to a meal, I don't care what it looks like. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Because I am one of those people that okay. um, sm smells, smells is my thing. Okay. Smell is my thing. Right? Mm. And, and, and the smell has to match the taste. It's one of those weird neurodivergent things. I will tell you uh -huh. that. I know that much about myself. Like, I would never <laughs> eat anything. I don't care who makes it. I would never eat anything with bananas. Right? Oh. Um, yeah. So I know for myself, it's a neurodivergent thing. For me, okay. when you walk into my home, um, you got to you gotta walk in and feel hungry. <laughs> right? So you, you, it's, not the, it's not the apple cinnamon spice that you're going to smell. Yeah. It's probably going to be something fruity. Um, mm -hmm. Something that sets you back and puts you in a calmer phase of mm -hmm. mind. It might be even the ocean. Those are smells that I'm really attracted to. But yeah. when it comes to cooking, when it comes to food, mm -hmm. I'm attracted first by the smell before what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Okay. So a lot of people are caught up on the, on the plating, right? That Like it has right. to look a certain way. Now, right. you know, you, you see some of these, and I watch every cooking show there is <laughs> that is an addiction of mine ah. um, and 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 it all looks really pretty right it all looks really pretty and mm -hmm. i want to take a picture of it but i don't necessarily want to eat it because <laughs> mm -hmm. it all looks pretty you got to understand that if you if you're feeding me what i go back to is is happiness those mm -hmm. pockets and moments of happiness for me growing up was always around the kitchen table oh, wow. was always in the kitchen it reminds me of, of family gatherings um, with the sisters and the aunts and the cousins and, and, and as kids running around, you know, that's <laughs> yep. what it reminds me of. So when I look at this pretty plate, I'm like, oh, wow, that's absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. It doesn't leave me hungry, <laughs> right? Because right. It, 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 it's just a pretty picture. So I never got that when they do these cooking shows. Mm. I, I love the plating. It's very pretty, but it doesn't make me want to eat it. You know, I chose to like, I, I really, that's something I really study because when you, uh, 
trying to audition for uh, chef jobs, you have to do tastings and you have to make it present it in a beautiful way. However, that's why I kind of broke up my company for that kind of family style. The private chef uh, services is for that particular plating. And then my festival style is for like, you know, turn and burn. And but one of the most crucial, crucial things I have to always make sure is my flavors are always on point. It doesn't matter. Like, and when you say, okay, I may not like the, how it, how it plates. And what I see is different what other people see too, but it has to, if the components taste good apart and they'll taste even better separately, I mean, apart, then they'll t even taste even better together. See that. And that, it, that's the kind of creativity I think um, when you come right down to it and you talk about the artistry, you talk about being a dancer before stepping in um, to a chef role. And there's no reason why you can't be all of it. Your food can absolutely be a dance on a plate. It can absolutely be Swan Lake on a plate. I, I firmly believe that. I don't think you can take creativity and bottle it up and it just be this one thing, right? I, I think there's room for all of it in every aspect, in everything that you do. Um, so when I you agree. talk about your what your background in dance, uh -huh. um, that tells me that you've learned discipline. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, ballet, that's what it's all about. Is is you know, I went to one of the like more astringent strict programs in um Philadelphia at the time. It was Freedom Theater. I was able to, you know, join there like um dance uh concerts a couple years for a few years and their uh, motto is everything is surrounded by discipline. We, it was a, a history lesson and a dance lesson and a, and discipline all wrapped in one class. Every class was based around discipline and ballet was just that. So if you had an itch, don't scratch it. You know, it was, you know, and, and times are a little different because things are a little more sensitive but at the time, it was like, you either want to make it and you're going to focus or, well, I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> you know, so. That focus, that's in, that intensity. Um, here's a correlation that I see mm -hmm. when you talk about coming from, from a background, whether it's in business, whether it's in mm -hmm. um, fine arts and dining, um, coming from a dancer background, anything that requires discipline, that requires an intensity of focus. Um, to lay the foundation to build upon. Um, and you're coming, you're bringing that to Web3. Um, I don't need you to have an MBA, a PhD. Um, I don't need you to have titles. I need you to have that lived experience. Mm -hmm. Because Web3 is different. It's a savage wasteland, <laughs> right? I mean, it is. Whoa. It is a it savage is. wasteland. Because you've got so many ideas, and some of them are original, and some of them are just duplicates. Mm -hmm. um, and then you kind of have to wade through it all to find the right component um, mm -hmm. to help build out your portfolio. Because at the end of the day, we're in Web3. Um, and I saw somebody posted, um, uh, crypto is for broke people to get rich. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed. And the reason why I laughed is so true. But at the, same time, <laughs> at the same time, it's the innovation, right? Um, right. You know. People don't become creative with food um, because they, they've got so much of it. People become creative with food because it's a limited quantity. Oh, they yes. have to figure out ways to make it taste different. Yes. Right? So when you talk about and and we laugh and we chuckle at that 
that you know the people that are in Web three are broke and they're here to try to get rich because it's a limited quantity. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to find people that are going to fine tune that process, fine tune that recipe to build something magnificent, to build something epic. I love that. But, but they've got to come with the initial foundation of understanding mm-hmm. that it's not going to be handed to you. Right. You've got to put in the sweat equity to get there. Um, and so from from just in talking to you and looking at, at your accomplishments, um, I'm ready. I'm ready to see where you go, where how you bridge well, over, why you want to bridge over, and how you mm-hmm. push forward in Web3. Thank you very, very much. Um, you know, when I met Carmen, it was at uh, the Metaverse Expo in Vegas. And so I went for research purposes because I was just kind of getting into the verbiage and where this is going. And and in my research and like I, when I'm at work, I listen to YouTube, like I listen to it. Like I try to saturate my my mind with it right now because you know in every field there's there's going to be pretentious people and they're like oh, you don't know what you're talking about but you know i don't need to know i need to listen and so i my 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 thing was is at this time i have found there where's the culinary like uh, culinary is art it says culinary arts for a reason so it's like how do we preserve that? Where are we going to help? Like, cause at this point we like NFTs are great. And they're, you know, how do we create NFTs to help people? How do we create, uh, you know, um, a, a ecosystem to help a consumer and farmers. And that's what I decided to work on was bridging the two worlds. And essentially what you said about being broke and, and, and crypto helping people get money is true because that's one of the reasons why I also looked at it. How can I help women in not just culinary, but women build a future for their children and, you know, themselves. Um, if today or tomorrow they, you know, kind of break up with their significant other and then they're left with everything holding the bag you know if what happens at the end of your culinary career if you don't work in a union house or or a hotel here you're you're kind of tapping out at $20 an hour who can live on that you know and and union pay is you kind of max out at 26 27 that still is saying okay, let's get a exec job. Well, for, a, not for, not trying to say it's not possible, but for a black woman in fine dining, it's so rare that you will find her in an executive position in a major restaurant. And it's sad, but it's true. And so when I've come to terms with where my glass ceiling was, I was like, okay, I need to make this better for myself, for my children. And then I got into crypto and then I got my, my daughter actually got me into crypto who's 21 and she got me into NFTs. She introduced me to all of this so I could look and say, OK, I now I want to bridge the two and say, how do I make this so that culinary can have a future as well? Not just in, um, you know, making money for, or investments, but in a Web3 era that we're coming up on or that's here <laughs> yeah yeah uh, it, it's here it's here it's, mm-hmm. that, it's that bullet train man i'm telling you it's that bullet train and and, and mm-hmm. we touch on a key component that i think a lot of us seem to forget right and you're right about the pretentiousness that exists in in, in crypto um it's that barrier to entry number one mm-hmm. and it's the mindset 
that um, it's the lived experience, and me- meaning age, is what really is going to to take this this space to the next step. And I call bullshit when I hear it, right? Um, straight up, who introduced you to it? Your 21-year-old. Who introduced me to crypto? My 14-year-old a couple of years ago that wanted me to buy this outrageous, expensive mining equipment to mine Bitcoin. And I was like, well, you lost your mind. He never fails to remind me that I had, had I made that initial 5 uh-huh. investment, that oh, we'd yeah. be rich right now. He never fails oh, to remind me of that, right? Yeah. But, you know, imagine as a single parent, your 14-year-old kid comes up to you and say, hey, mom, <laughs> right. I'm telling you, this is going to be the new, this is Little. it. This is how yeah. we get rich. Um, right. Buy me this equipment. And, and you go, oh, 5K, sure. Sure, <laughs> right. You know? Let's mm-hmm. be realistic here. But mm-hmm. that's the truth of it, right? And mm-hmm. somehow we have failed to also mention the barrier of entry for younger yeah. people to come into this space. Now, uh-huh. when you take a look at it and you see all of these people coming in with these great ideas, innovative ideas, building things, take a look at the age. Uh-huh. But I am still in spaces where I see these independent artists at 14, 15, 16, yep. selling out collections left and right. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I still believe that art is the true utility of NFTs. It's not the only utility, but it's still definitely the primary utility of an Mm -hmm. NFT is the art, right? right? And so you have to ask yourself, um, how are we bridging that gap? And then how are we making things better? Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, how are we making things better? Um, And and that's where a lot of projects has simply just failed. Yes. And, and, just and they their word and then we go back to the discipline as well is being in this an entrepreneur of any sorts requires you to be a self-starter a self-motivator and someone who has a follow-through and you know it's a lot of times younger you tend to not have that follow-through that is necessary mm-hmm. but not to say it's not present it's just less and True. and um whereas now at least when it does now the age is going up of where the creativity lies it's like one of the first things that i had to make sure i said to myself was i can't just i mean listen the the yacht apes and all of that that's it's dope don't get me wrong it is dope because who don't want to be on a yacht i do but But like, how can I contribute? How can I help? How, especially when it's a new space, when you're integrating food, which already people take a step back because it's a large over, or they feel like it's a heavier or more expensive overhead. They're like, okay, well, I don't really see how you can integrate food with the internet. Well, you know, it's, it's the best there place every to. day. Yeah, it's there, it, there every day. It, it is the best place too it is it listen <laughs> my my lineup on on netflix and hulu is mm-hmm. all about food it's all about food right so when 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 you hear people make comments like that like how, you know how do you bridge that gap number one um mm-hmm. why bridge that gap number two um I, I've said it before, like, okay, I have a personal vendetta with apes. <laughs> I do. I do. I, I do. I have a personal vendetta with apes. This is not the queens of crypto that has to walk that fine line. This right. is mistress money just calling it out for what it is. Right? Gotcha. Um, when you come in and you take and you take and you mm-hmm. take and you mm-hmm. give nothing back, I'm going to call you mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Right? I can That's see that. just who I am. And I'm comfortable okay. with that. 
I'm okay. comfortable with that. Send a hate mail to RochelleYoung71 at gmail.com. I'm ready for it, right? I'm ready for it. And I'm fully doxed in this space. My email is my dox name. I don't care. I'm ready for it. But I say that to say that at some point in understanding um, the possibilities of Web3, um, when we when we break it all down, when we peel back all of the layers, it is about fundamentally decentralization, which means level playing field and open access for all. Mm-hmm. That no one comes in higher than the other. That it's all about what you're willing to contribute in order to attain a slice of that pie. Yeah. So when you have those that come in and they come in with more to invest, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's uh-huh. the one we accept. But when you have those that systematically come in and take and mm-hmm. add nothing to the table, then it becomes mm-hmm. a problem because then we're just web two into web three. Mm-hmm. Right? And so right. I believe it's our responsibility as communities to make sure as project owners, as team builders, um, mm-hmm. to understand that we also provide a pathway to those that don't understand um, and help bridge that gap for them into Web3, that a big part of what you do in this space is called dollar cost averaging. It means mm-hmm. that you don't come in and, and expect to have $1,500 to drop and buy one ETH to invest, right? Not financial yeah. advice, just using it as an no, example. No, yeah. That you can absolutely come in with money you saved from the week because you've denied yourself that $10 um, cup of coffee at coffee. Starbucks and, mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and took your own, right? <laughs> Uh, right. And then at the end of the week, you buy. This is one of the reasons why Crypto.com continues to be so successful because they have that weekly buy at $25. Understand mm-hmm. that, right? So when you hear people coming into the space and you look at, at, at Bordy Yacht Club um, and you're buying a PFP and they're trading at such a high floor um, so you can experience life on a yacht, <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to live that way for one day. Yeah. I live that way for I a life. Yes, ma'am. You know? Um, mm-hmm. It's understanding and how we differentiate and break down so that the average individual can understand and can come in and have that level playing field and open access for all. Um, and so I'll call projects out like that time mm-hmm. and time again. You come in with a hype and where are they three months later? Where are they six months later? Right. Where are they nine months later? You don't build a community. You don't right. build a community. Um, it, the entire year has been about flipping a $2 mm-hmm. NFT with gas price so high where your earnings is $1 and you call that a win. Right, right. That's what it's been. That's what it's been for this past year. And and there's a shift happening in this space. Um, and I call it social responsibility, that you can do so much more with profit. Um, it's not just about um, how many houses you can own, how many cars mm-hmm. you can drive, um, mm-hmm. how many expensive plates of food that you can eat, because all mm-hmm. of those things you can still only do one at a time. Right, you right. You can still only do one at a time. Um, uh-huh. And so at one point, you have to be able to enable that community that you're building. And the way you enable them is by sharing that knowledge that you attain. Um, uh-huh. You can't beat people over the head with it. You got to be able to share it and break it down on a level that they so they themselves can also understand. And right. the most common way you do that is by using the things that people identify the most with. The thing that goes across culture, religion, um, social construct, and everything else. And that's food. That's yep. food. Yeah. At, at its core, yep. it's food. Right? So it's so it's an absolute necessity <laughs> that yep. we look now and go, where's the food in NFTs? Mm-hmm. I'm ready for it. Right. Where is it? 
So that's is where I am. It's a it's a passion. It's become a passion project of mine. It's a necessity for me. I don't have to be the first. I don't have to be the last. I don't even have to be, you know, maybe I'm reinventing something according to what m my project is, you know, lined up to do. However, you know, a business model that's worth a trillion dollars. Hey, I'll, I'll follow it all day. I like it. I like it. I do want to give a shout out to the one legged bandit. Um, I sent hey. you an invite to speak um, because I, I tapped into something that when Carmen spoke to me about him, I was really excited to hear. And that's the onboarding process, right? Yeah. That's that's bringing people into the space. That's hand holding. That's breaking it down at a fundamental level that they can understand. Um, and so I was really excited to have him um, pop up here as well. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you there we go. He got the invite to speak. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to share the space with him as well. Um, but I, I will tell you this, sister, don't go anywhere. Stay on the panel. Okay. Um, we definitely have lots more to dive in on. Um, I just kind of want to hear him weigh in because, again, I think it's a natural progression that the next stage we see is food, right? And I think it's a natural progression. The next thing we see is real estate. That I'm really excited no. about, right? Uh -huh. um, we're going to see some big players, on, and I'll call it. Coming in the next couple of years, we're going to see some big players coming into the game and talking about real estate on the blockchain, buying and selling real estate on the blockchain, and how that's really going to change the landscape for a lot of people that couldn't afford to buy homes before, right, um, to, to acquire right. land before. Um, but before we dive down that road, um, what's up, my brother? How are you? Welcome. I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, we talk about this. I talk about it. I harp about it, I'll be honest, all the time. Um, and it's, it's, it's being able to bring people over into this space. But much more importantly, I don't believe knowledge is something that you need to beat someone over the head with. I think it's knowledge that you need to share. And I, I absolutely want to hear 600. I believe that's your count. Yep, 600. 600 I brother. Um, it's just been a beautiful passion of mine. I mean, 600 people that I've been able to help. Um, I don't ask for anything. I don't want anything. I know that the more people that we bring into this, um, you know, Web3, the, the cryptocurrency, the more people that come in, the more successful we're all going to be together. Plus, you get to meet all these beautiful people. You know, it, it's a wonderful thing uh, to help people and, and to grow. I've done that in federal contracting and now I'm doing it in the cryptocurrency world. So, so tell me how you got, you got started. First of all, the one legged bandit, can I just say the name is just, I, I got to think for names, uh, right? The one legged bandit. How did we get there? How did we get there as a username? Cause I love it. Because I, I am an amputee. So instead of taking it all hard in the brain, I make fun of it. You know what I mean? I'm the one legged bandit and uh, I'm hopping on the good foot, baby. That's what it's all about. Oh, that's what I'm talking about, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, I feel you on that because in most cases, when there is something that the world can hold against you, um, it's so important for you to recognize in yourself it's a shortcoming just like it's a rainy fucking day. And I'm going to move past that. Being neurodivergent myself, I have had it all. I've had best friends, family members that say, oh, you do too much as a person that's ADHD. And my response is straight up, no, you do too little. Right. Yep. So let's talk about it. I'm hopping on the good foot, baby. And this is what I'm doing. What are you doing? Right. Why are you stagnant and you got two good legs? But I got one foot and I'm way ahead of you in the race. Let's keep it real. I love we it. Just, 
you have to keep moving forward no matter what. And uh, when I lost my leg, uh, I was smushed by a scissor lift. Um, and I knew at a young age that I wasn't going to let it be my uh, my downfall. I wanted to keep moving forward. So now I just get good legs. Uh, thank goodness for the VA and they take care of me. I get good legs. I get to keep moving forward and keep keep grinding. So that's the whole thing with the one leg bandit. And I use it to my advantage because think about this. Who's going to remember Jay Manus in the email when you when you run a medical company? Everyone remembers the one leg bandit, you know? Yeah. Facts. Facts. And this is why I say the names are important. When you're putting projects together, when you're building something, um, trend value does have its purpose. Absolutely has its purpose. Um, so we, we've got the story of the one legged bandit. We've got mm -hmm. your number count. But there's still there's got to be times when you say, man, this, this is a lot of pressure. Um, where's that motivation I, I take, come from? So, look, I take the pressure off of me. The, to be honest with you, the, I don't I don't accept any pressure at, at all, because here's what I don't do. I never tell anyone that they're going to make a, a million dollars or, you know, that things are going to go up or things are going to go down. I tell them that it gives them the opportunity to play ball. And nobody wants to be sitting on the sidelines whenever – things are going on you want to be able to play and you don't want to be left behind so uh, I, I try to give get people involved with excitement so they can at least be involved and then get behind a token like i i'm big time shib army i'm big in shib i have a, a lot of cryptocurrencies i'm big time shib army i just got off a live stream if you go to my youtube and go to the one leg bandit i just got off a live stream i'm the first ever person to get a live stream with a, a SHIB Metaverse developer named Marcy Jastrow. And she just talked all about the Metaverse that she's building for the SHIB Army. And I, I badgered her for four months. But let me tell you one thing, y'all. If you want something, you got to fight for it. I badgered her for four months politely, and she finally gave me the interview. And I'm the first one ever. So you just got to push forward. And, um, you know, there is no pressure when you're helping people get onboarded. It's just, you know, tell them straight up what it is and then and then get it done. I love it. I love it. Now, you know, I got to tease you a little bit. I, I, I got to go down that rabbit hole. And, and Danny probably over there just giggling as well um, from, from Dynasty.io, um, the SHIB Army. Huh? So, so yes, yes, I have SHIB. Um, yes, I do. It's in my wallet. Um, but we all know, we all know that mathematically, mathematically, it's impossible for it to get to $1. But it's still my lottery ticket in Web3. Okay, don't judge me. It's still my lottery ticket in Web3, right? Let's keep it real. Um, but, but I love what you said when you said, you know, you, you, you simply onboard people in this space. You make no promises. And that's, that's always key for me because this is never financial advice, right? I talk about dollar cost averaging because I believe it's an absolute tool that everyone should employ. Because um, when you look at the barrier to entry, it's intimidating to come in and take a look at, at great projects and say, wow, I wish I can get some of that. Um, and so it's always about thinking you have to buy the whole unit. Um, you don't. You yeah. absolutely don't. That's the beauty of dollar cost average, right? But it's not a lot of things that newbies know. They don't know what DCA is. So when you're introducing people to this world, the, the cryptosphere, how do you start off that conversation? Is it just you have an open platform and you talk about it on your blog, your Twitter space? How do you how do you capture an audience and then introduce them to the possibilities of Web3? I utilize um, YouTube and Instagram, okay? And, and I utilize it and I've been doing it for a long time. When you go to the one like Bennett, you'll go back to the very beginning 
And I was doing uh, LinkedIn lives back for Manus Veteran Medical to teach people about different new cutting edge medical products. And mm. I just I, I rolled that right into cryptocurrency. I still do uh, do it for my medical products because, see, the VA is all about spending the money. They want the highest quality product for the veterans. But it's very difficult sometimes to get into the VA to show them these products. So I said, OK, I'll put it out here in the world and, and I'll send you mm. an email and then you could see it. And that's I the, love it. That's the same thing I'm doing for uh, cryptocurrency and, and all these different projects. But there is something about the community power of these cryptocurrency projects and especially SHIB. Now, uh, I know you said a dollar. Um, uh, you know, we don't need a dollar for SHIB. We need one cent and uh, we're all set. I mean, uh, the Correct. majority of us. So, Correct. And, and I can promise you this, the burns that they're kicking in and, and just watch the videos that I just had with Marcy. Uh, Y'all, if, if you can check it out, it, the, the community is so beautifully strong. And what I mean by beautifully strong is they do not miss. They always are always they're always moving towards the common goal. So that's why I believe in SHIB and why I stand behind them. Other projects I stand behind as well. But SHIB is my baby. So um, well, well, let's talk about the community. Because okay. I've said this before, and SHIB actually is one of the projects that I talk about heavily. Um, you know, when you're building, when you're creating things, um, it's really difficult to get people to buy into the idea, number one, right? And it's even more difficult to get people to bond over a common cause. Let's be fair. It is one of the most ex difficult things that you can do. But the beauty of Web3 means that it transcends all of those things. It transcends color. Um, religion, background, education, you get to vibe with people from all over the world, from all kinds of backgrounds um, over that one common goal. And it is still to date, in my personal opinion, one of the most successful communities out there. Why? Because they bonded, they believed, and they continue to grow that project to the market cap it is. Let's understand that. These guys that own this product didn't come in with that kind of capital. They didn't come in with that market cap. It was the community that grew it to what it is today. Um, and that's a key component to when we're talking about building a successful project, building a successful community, and pushing that community forward. Um, it is a key component to, be to remaining transparent and success in this space. And it's still one of the most difficult things to do because there is a plethora of projects out there, and it's difficult to discern where you should be investing. Um, for whatever reason that you choose that's best for you, because this is never financial advice, um, to get involved, I will always say take a look at the community. Take a look at what they're doing. Um, see how they're pushing forward. Um, you know, well, How were you greeted when you joined their Telegram, their Discord, um, their Twitter spaces? Um, is it the kind of vibe that you want to be a part of? And at the end of the day, if it's a community that you can vibe with, it is a project that can be successful. Yes. And what is community? Community is love. OK. Mm. And the reason why SHIB is so powerful is love. You, They could drop the price of SHIB down to dirt. OK. Down to the dirt. And none of us is selling. None of us. Because we all know what the community is going to do. And see, the smartest thing with SHIB uh, that they do is they allow you to be a part of the community in any way you want. If you want to make a coffee mug with a shib head on it and sell it, 
and, and then burn shiv that way, you can do it. If you want to sell medical supplies or if Danny wants to make the best new rap song that's out in the world and then release it and burn it with shiv and, and be a part of the community, you can choose to do that. And that's what Shiba Inu does for the community. That's a big part of it. That's a big part of it. So then we talk about um, the control aspect, right? So we talk about the transparency. We talk about the control aspect. For me, personally, um, and this is kind of going off topic just a little bit, but but again, it's going back to understanding how you invest um, and introducing people into Web3 um, and then laying the groundwork that they become successful. And, and success cannot be guaranteed. Um, all you can do is give people the knowledge, um, give them the tools to push forward. Um, and for me, um, you know, <laughs> I'm a laugh because I remember last year my sister calling me up and going, "Hey, can you can you buy me some of that ship stuff?" I'm like, "What? You know that ship stuff? No, I don't know what ship stuff you're talking about." She said, "It's all over everywhere. Every social media platform I open up, it's ship." And they're going, Shh, "I need some of that." No, you do not need some of that. Um, but 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 it's going somewhere. I'm like, yeah, it's it's going somewhere, just like every other token is going somewhere. We're not buying sheep. And she goes, but I need to have some. I bear in mind, I did have some in my wallet. We're never going to talk about that. But, uh -huh. but 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 it had to do with that mass movement, right? Which is a big part of it, right? Um, that FOMO. And she was FOMO, buddy. Like she pestered me for a week, going, why are we not buying some? We should buy some. I'm like, no. We're not, right? She didn't know we already owned some. But <laughs> like, you're just getting on the bandwagon because you see it now. Sis already had some, right? Already had some. But the point being, when they when you coalesce as a community, um, and you share what you love with others, and that's the key because you said community is love, and you share what you love with others, it becomes something different, right? Um, you know, Chef Unlimited was talking about that. When we sit down and we, we, we eat, when you share a, a, a table with someone, when you share a meal with someone, you're sharing love, right? You're sharing love. And that's a key component to building a successful community. It is the love that you feel that you're bonded over. And whether or not she gets to a penny, um, yeah, like I said, it's my lottery ticket in my wallet, right? I'm, not going, I'm never going to pass up the hype, but I'm still going to look for those that are bringing something positive to the space, that are doing something different to the space, but also those that are reaching across the aisle and understanding that that tribal mentality is not going to work in Web3, that you cannot have communities that are so dedicated to just being about them. That's not how Web3 should work, and it's not the way we want Web3 to work. It has to be about collaborating, because when you collaborate, you can conquer. Correct. So it's reaching across the aisle as well. Um, a big part of... Um, cryptocurrency a few years back was all about that tribal mentality and I will tell you that I want no part of it that I want to be able to be on a platform that can embrace encourage and inspire all the communities to push forward and be as successful as possible yeah web3 has given us that platform for real and, and we can we can do anything we want to do and it is coming so fast I tell everyone don't miss this opportunity this is our gold rush this is our chance at being and doing whatever we want and, and spreading our message and web three is big enough for all of us. So, um, you know, I am, I'm, I'm very excited. I love waking up every day. I love it because it's something new every single day. Oh, the, you got that right. You got that right. Um, hop yeah. on in. Uh, oh, I love that. I love like the whole story and I can feel the enthusiasm. Like I'm just, I'm 
could get off of here and do some research, but I wanted to know, does the one-legged bandit cook at all? Do I cook? No, I yeah. do not cook. I do not cook well. I love to eat. I eat out a lot, but I don't cook too well. I mean, uh, that is not well. Is there a dish you would like to? I say that only because I want, I'm going to be in November starting a um, live where Carmen already uh, volunteered to be her, my first guest, where I'm speaking with people in the crypto space, talk about their projects and teach them a dish. We kind of communicate, talk, I ask them questions. So kind of build a community around this food and the crypto space. And I'd love to teach you something, maybe something easy, you can make later on your own as well. If you would be interested, you know, I'll reach out to you, but I'm just throwing that out there as a feeler. Remember, I'm that bugaboo too. So if you, I get a no, I'm going to keep asking. So. Well, my, my favorite meal in the world is chicken pie. So we, I know that's a little more difficult sometimes, but we might can try that or something simple, but uh, you know, whatever you'd like. Okay. Well, we'll converse. We'll figure it out. <laughs> this is how we conquer. See that collaboration. That's what I'm talking about. That collaboration. And you're about to marry two of my favorite things in the world, which is crypto and food. I mean, how could that not be a winning recipe? Let's get that straight. How could that not be a winning recipe? Ma'am, this is what I said. If you can make money and cook at the same time, hey, let's do it and help. No, let's talk hey. about the testing. I mean, we need to make sure I'm in the audience because we need to taste this food. You know, it's not just oh, about, yeah. You need <laughs> yeah. to come on, too. You need to come on and, and cook pull something, up. too. Yeah. yeah. Let's pull up. Let's pull up. Yeah, listen, man. We got to do the tasting, right? I absolutely <laughs> volunteer for the tasting portion of it. I bet. Most people will. <laughs> <laughs> um, so happy to see so many faces in the in the crowd. Um, listen, I we talked about the power of community. Right, um, the one-legged bandit. I'm gonna tell you right now, the pocket cows, dude. <laughs> I am so in love in that community because no matter where you go, I don't care what Twitter space I join, what time of day or what time of night, there is always the Moo family showing up, and they never come rolling in one at a time, and they got the little glass of milk now. I am so in love with this community, but I will say this. Um, just as you have those that buy into the concept of what Shiv is going to do and where it's going to be, um, don't sleep on the pocket cows. Um, they have that community dedication, bro. They really, really do. And I love it. And I love their enthusiasm. And that's why I talk about it and I talk about them. It's not about financial advice, but it is about watching a community build and grow. And these guys are killing the game right now. They're killing the game right now. I've been seeing them a lot, you know, and I, that's one thing about trying to influence and help other folks is it's hard to, to learn all the new topics and, and all the new projects. So, but I have been seeing them and they are working hard. So I, I'm very excited about that project as well. Yeah. Yeah. They, they definitely, are. they definitely, are. um, you know, we're going to go take a little reset, make sure you follow everybody, um, in the room. This is how we grow together. Um, and we're going to reset it with a little bit of music. And I actually have something for you. Um, I think you had asked, was it Christian rap? But I have one. And I'm going to play it because Nelson, my buddy, um, turned me on to it. And I absolutely love it. And I'm not, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll tell anyone I'm an atheist. But I do believe in something greater than myself. But I have never been one for gospel music. I'm not a fan of gospel music. But I could get with this brother right here. Right? So we'll reset the room to this. Um, and then we'll dive right back in. 
video. Okay, great. Two walks out. Play stakes. Risk it all. I take the hate. This the winning team. Get the Gatorade. My guy good, but he's not safe. Nah. They try to shut us down, and it ain't gonna stop. Only thing I fear is God, and he on my side. That's the confidence I got, cause he got me. That's why I really feel like you. I am feeling that. I am feeling that. And I hope that we set the room to the right energy, see where we're going. We'll be happy to take any questions. Feel free to raise your hand or come up and speak. Um, absolutely engaging conversation with the One-Legged Bandit and um, Chef Unlimited. Um, watch that episode on Hulu. Um, the cat's out of the bag. She did win that episode. But still watch it anyway. Um, <clears throat> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, still got to watch it anyway. Um, <laughs> So I've been running at the mouth, Yomi. Um, I need to do some things in the background, get a hold of Eddie. Um, want to share some stuff? Want to share some stuff, Yomi? What stuff you want me to share? Oh, my gosh. 
Nothing but your beautiful voice. How about that? Nothing but your beautiful voice. Um, yeah, I will share that um mistress calls me the the lyric the the um what did you call me earlier? I don't know, something about the lyricist. The lyricist. Yes. Um, she calls me that because I am the author of the Neuro Heroes. Um, that is the book um, that I wrote for the CME NFT project for the Neurodivergence. That is a book that has three characters. Each character is a um, has a trait of neurodivergence. You have a child that has ADHD, and you have another child that has dyslexia, and another one is autistic. And in that book. I take their traits, and instead of them being a, um, disabilities, they are their abilities. So it allows them to um, help themselves see the power within themselves, and they in turn help um, their classmates, teachers, and everyone else um, in their, you know, in their surroundings and their environment. So I wanted to go that route because, for most of the time, you see in society. Um, that those who are neurodivergent who um, learn differently, like those who are dyslexic or those who have ADHD who tend to not sit still or their minds are always racing, they're always coming up with something, doing something, saying something. And those who are autistic who just seem to act a little different or, you know, they seem like they're socially awkward, you, um, they always seem to have them in a negative light. So I wanted to come up with a book that kind of shed a different light on that to put a different perspective to show that just because they're different that is their um the main thing that's the, the biggest um gift that they have the author offer is the fact that they're different and they um too have um abilities that can assist they're not like social outcasts or they're not like you know those who cannot function well in society they function well within themselves which is great um, society has set these certain standards that, you know, say, well, this is how you should be. Who set those standards and why should someone be based or, or set to those standards? We're all different. So hence, society shouldn't be cookie cutter. It should be set to embrace each and every one of us. Um, so that is um, the gist of the Neuro Heroes. And to tie it into the See Me NFT project, that is for those who um, are neurodivergent. So we have NFTs that embody certain traits, like those with dyslexia, um, autism, um, schizophrenia. Um, and the, the purpose of the NFT is that there's um, you want them to see the individual. You don't want them to see their specific neurodivergent tra- traits. So if someone's schizophrenic, you don't want them to just sit there and say, oh, my God, they're probably like, you know, dreary or or um, crazy or whatever. No, that's not what you don't want to see their trait. You want them to see the person. So the NFT has um, a character with a bag over its head and you are to try to take in the individual, not what um, has been labeled on them or what has been placed on them. So that's how that book ties into um the CME NFT project and I wrote it as a children's book because we want to get kids to see um, that even though they're different um, it doesn't make them you know something wrong with them or it doesn't make them um, not as good as others and with that being a children's book you'll have teachers you'll have um, parents 
you'll have adults who are, you know, are reading that book to them or the kid is reading the book to the adult. And you have this kind of um, understanding, like the parent or the, the teacher or even the child who's reading this book, they can see and possibly better understand themselves or either those, you know, who may act or have these certain traits around them. Um, so that is uh, one of the books that I wrote. Another book I wrote was for the um, Earth Five Project. That is a project that is built on, or its purpose is built on um, conservation, preservation of, of the Earth. And the book that I wrote for them was the Earth Guardian of the Amazon, and it has a two main characters. It has a um, a keeper and a guardian. A keeper is an individual who has these special powers who can speak uh, with the guardian. The guardian is an animal. And each of those characters were given their powers by a forest spirit. And this, uh, you have a situation where something is happening in the forest and the two of them have to work together in order to um, rectify the situation so that was another children's book that I wrote um and it goes uh we have those two characters um built in such a way that it'll be easier for a kid to understand what's going on in different parts of the world because just because they don't live there like you know a kid that lives in California has may not have any idea what's going on in Amazon and a kid that lives in the Amazon may have no idea what's going on with um something in California so you um I want that particular series to touch on different parts of the world so kids will understand there are things going on any and everywhere and in our own little part of the world our own little corners we could do things to help out our um our particular area and in turn we'll be helping the earth out all at the same time everyone on the same team just doing different things so um that concludes my Spill. <laughs> that that concludes your spill. Did you just sell us? Did, did you literally just That's sell us? That's what Yomi? you asked for. You asked. No, for I said. You. I said. Um, tell us what's going on. We didn't ask you to show. We don't want you in this space. Well, that's space. what I have going right? on. I mean, what, no, okay, I, we don't show in this space. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. we don't. We don't like shilling in this space, man. You 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 talk to us well, about your passion and your purpose. <laughs> so, is that your passion and your purpose? Because we don't we don't like to be shilled. We my, fa- my passion and my purpose is to be creative and to be ah. honest, I'm in the process of, yeah, at this age, trying to figure out where my creativity lies because that's what I want to do. Um, that's what I want my profession to be. I, I, I need to find something that I enjoy because I'm in a place where I don't enjoy what I'm doing and I've been there like for that. a minute. So I'm trying to figure out, um, yeah, what I want to be when I grow up. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay, um, so yeah. Yeah, I just, I just, so that would have been like a few sentences, and then what? <laughs> well, you, so, you talked about the book. That's great. No, I right? mean, if I did talk about the book, because whenever someone asks me, okay, so Yomi, what you got going on? This is what I got going on. I wrote two books. I didn't expect to write these two books, but I did. So you know, I talk Say about it that. Say proudly. Say it proudly. Yes, she did. Yeah, kicking and screaming. Kicking and screaming, <laughs> Chef Unlimited. You see how she talked about, oh, your name and, and why so important. <laughs> yeah. That rabbit hole. But she ain't telling you that she wrote them children's book, <laughs> Kicking and Screaming. Fulfilling her that. purpose. There Fulfilling her purpose. 
There we go. Look, there we go. I was sitting there <laughs> teaching before. And know, no matter how me. much you try. Yeah, mm. and and I'm and and my kids have been telling me you need to be a teacher. No, I don't. I don't need to be a teacher because hey, I don't know how I'm gonna react to other people's kids. I can deal with y'all, <laughs> but I don't need to be you know like okay, um, y'all gonna have to you know call get the cops because this today's not gonna be a good day. <laughs> So, people drop <laughs> people drop kids off now as a, as a babysitter instead of thinking that they're supposed to learn things at home. Yeah, Yo, you, whatever they, happened to that? Yeah, whatever I've, happened I've, to that? I've had situations where I've substitute, you know, I've been a substitute teacher. I've done tutoring, and the kids, you know, they they like me for the most part. The little I can deal with the little ones, but the older ones, no. Let's go at the back because you're my size, so I feel like, hey, this is equal ground. <laughs> Yeah, they big now. Oh my yeah. God, Yomi, are you telling the kids to meet you in the in the playground? In the back? After school? Yeah. At three o'clock. In the parking lot. Meet me in the parking lot with that bell. In the parking lot. Two black eyes. Right. We're gonna have the black eyes together. I'll I'll put I'll put my purse down, take my earrings off, but my crystal gonna stay on my neck. So let's get down. Yeah, let's get down. Yomi, spicy. Yummy yeah. spicy. Don't touch the crystal, because if you touch the crystal, that's an automatic. Oh, that's automatic. Yeah, that's she not automatic. having it. She's not having yeah. it. Yeah. Listen, um, <laughs> one of the things that I absolutely love about doing this space and the way we do it um, is getting to know the people, right? Um, getting to know um, the passion and the purpose behind it. Getting to know the story, um, because fundamentally, that's our history. Um, when you, when you sit and you think about how we started building, um, we started building to the stories we tell, um, the stories of, of, of who we are and the legacies that, that we leave behind. Um, and I have always said that the legacy that I need to leave behind is not one of fame and fortune, but one of, of positivity, of helping, of enriching inspiring and promoting those um, that are marginalized in our society. Um, being able to leave a legacy of positivity um, and of joy and impacting a life. Um, as a neurodivergent and a parent to neurodivergent children, um, it's, it's so hard when you see and, and, and you understand from a personal level and then watch your kids go through it, that something's gotta change. Acceptance of who we are um, despite labels, um, is a necessity for us to grow as a society. And one of the best places to do that and change that narrative has become um, Web3. It, it's so important that we have inclusive um, communities, um, but you still see that, that, that trend, right, to exclude others, that you have to rock this profile pic. I don't rock any profile pic. Um, I, I do it if I like it. Um, or I want to make a statement with it. Um, and there are many projects that I'm involved in, projects that I bought simply because I like the art projects that I bought because, um, you know, I want to show my support. And then there are those that I bought because it makes sense as a financial investment, no emotion involved. Um, but I don't rock a profile pic to do that um, because I don't want to be branded to one community. I, I want to be me in all the spaces that I go in and all the projects that I support, I want to be just me. Uh, and acceptance of that is important to me. 
That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Social media is very superficial. We know that. Oh yeah. You know. a, a big part of the space is very superficial. Um, you know, but but here's the thing about knowledge. Uh, you can't beat people over the head with it. They're not going to be receptive. Um, it is simply about being able to have a conversation where we can meet in the middle, even if we don't agree. We've got to be able to meet in the middle. Um, and then y'all know, or, or if you know me very well, you know I got a thing about eight projects. But I don't know how Eddie, who, who I absolutely adore, um, his drive, his passion, his purpose, conned me. I'm going to say that. He conned me. No, actually, it was his business plan. <laughs> I'm going to be straight up honest. His business plan is just fire. Um, not financial advice. But his business plan, what I got to see in the back end on his build, I am absolutely floored by the innovation, um, by the tech, um, and just his sheer ability to just master this space in a way that I've not seen before. Um, because I have no love for any A project. But somehow, um, Mr. Eddie there, under the Crazy Apes profile, um, Crazy Meta, the company, got me involved um, and actually has me as an ambassador for him. Um, because to be honest, if you're going to bring something new to the space um, and you're going to contribute in a meaningful and positive way, that includes being inclusive of all communities and is building towards banding us together to have a more positive space, to have more positive experience in Web3, then I don't care what the profile picture is. I'm on board. Um, and he's definitely one of those people that does that. Um, I know what time it is for you, so I don't know if you're just plum tired and don't see my invite to speak crazy. I'm going to call him crazy because he really is crazy. I want to say something burns. real quick Yeah, <laughs> about Crazy Apes. The reason why, you know, you say you don't have, you don't like um, eight projects or anything like that. That's why this is a project that you fell in love for because yeah. it's not it's not yeah. what you wanted. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably right because it's the furthest from it. It, it is yeah. absolutely the furthest from just cash grab, take what you can, leave nothing back. It is absolutely the furthest from it, and probably why, um, you know, I'm just absolutely in love with Eddie and what he's bringing to the space. Um, you know, I am not a sneakerhead, and I probably shouldn't give too much alpha on that. Um, you can jump on in anytime, Eddie. Uh, oh. I'm not a sneakerhead, but but absolutely adore what he's doing in the space. So so there you have it, Eddie. What's good? Queen, I first of all, I gotta apologize to everybody. Okay, so basically, I have like four AMAs today, and uh, I'm I'm so glad that uh, this is my last stop because Queen is a sister, and uh, don't be angry with me because. Your, your, you know, the, the, the temple that you have is greater than my wife, and I'm, I'm, I'm already afraid of her already. So for you, I only have love. So thank you very much, guys. Uh, let me share with you the project. Uh, so basically, I'm the founder. I'm Eddie. I'm the founder for Crazy Meta, and then we have a product right now. It's called Crazy Ape. And let me explain to you the two differences. Is basically Crazy Meta is like Marvel, and then Crazy Ape is like Iron Man. It's a franchise of. Um, crazy matter so what is crazy ape then uh, crazy ape what what it is is, is uh, we have been planning to do this a long time as we want to make bought ape cooler by making them into physical mystery box collectibles so we we finally did the whole thing and it's launched um, 
And uh, yesterday we we are so surprised that we got like one thousand one hundred mint on the free part of of that part of, of the mint. Uh, how do I explain the free as well as the non-free? Is basically, um, we gone through the whole process of drawing the ape out in a in, in this called chippy star. Which chippy star is a big head, a small body sort of uh, figurines, which is very cute. I think uh, it attracts. Uh, both male and female and even kids, right? So uh, after we join out, I think uh, there are so many experts in the team that they say, Eddie, you have to make the two Ds into the free NFTs because this is our traffic driver. So we we, we uh, uh, made, made the NFT for it. And surprisingly, uh, a total of right, right now today, if I'm not wrong, a 6,500 of it has been minted. And we just released the so-called um, uh, 3D, which is the premium version of it, which is, it comes along with with a real physical mystery box. I, I, I do not like Twitter space because I cannot show off what it is. But if you just click on my, uh, this Twitter account and just follow it and you just like scroll down a little bit, you can see all about it because we have like a bot that, that shows whoever has been minted and it will automatically be displayed over there. So yes, uh, basically you, you, it's only 55 USD for, for the premium version of it, which is 3D. And then you will get uh, 12 different design of the physical bot ape that, that comes with uh, a sorted um, uh, theme. Like, uh, you know, some designers design it into like James Bond. Uh, is retro Elvis inside as well. I, I think Queen, if you don't like the ape, don't worry. I know you love Elvis. Who doesn't love him, right? So, <laughs> and uh, we have uh, uh, Ninja and Summarize over there as well. So basically, once you purchase the NFTs, we have a forging day, which is about, uh, I think, two weeks from the day. And then you, uh, we, we are not interested in the in the identity of the buyer but basically you just need to put your grandma's address and and the telegram there that we are only interested in one thing which is to get the, the physical to you wherever you are in the world so yes we, we are delivering that um and i'm i'm totally excited about that and, and like what i said earlier queen i, I do apologize Four EMAs in one day. Uh, that is not the right. Nothing to apologize for. Nothing to apologize <laughs> for. But I will hold your feet to the fire on this. So now you done gave this feel about Crazy Apes and where it's going and why it's different, right? Um, and they can always click on the profile icon, um, get access to the free mint, get access to the 3D. I want to talk about the innovation that is behind crazy matter i don't want i don't want you to show me eddie um i want you to tell me about eddie and why eddie's passion and purpose is pushing forward with crazy matter because crazy matter the brand crazy matter the company is doing what most projects should be doing in this space which is bringing something new which is adding value to the space onboarding and educating as well as allowing the investor to take hold and earn. And that's not something that's being done in this space right now, right? Um, and, and it's not about um, financial advice and it's not about promises of, of, of generational wealth. It is simply to say, hey, here is a business model that I think is gonna work well. Um, and and I, I'm ready to put not only 
my passion and purpose into promoting this um, and providing it to the community. I'm also willing to put the sweat equity in it as well as my own funding. Um, and that's the reason why um, I, I, I have such a wealth of respect for you. Um, you're currently in Hong Kong, so I, I, it's probably the middle of the night. I know the kids and wife is probably sleeping, but you're here doing the work, putting in the time. And that's why I want people to get to know who's behind that crazy meta and crazy apes. Thank you very much, Queen. Um, I think by starting it out, I, I would just uh, just uh, introduce a little bit about myself. Um, I've been in the States for about 11 years, came back to Asia, and then came to, came to China because at the time I was employed. And, and one thing led to another. I was headhunted and, and came to the southern part of China. And it was in 2015 that something struck uh, me. Uh, I, I have been trained as a project manager. Uh, I, I know tradings because I was in New York doing stockbroking and stuff like that. And the first project that I gone through in 2015 was in copy trading. And, and that was my first startup that I was uh, fortunate enough to raise to A round. Uh, even big listed company, uh, the, the top, I think at least top 50 uh, also invested at the time. And in 2018, uh, I was also fortunate to experience the wild west of ICO. Uh, as you all know, if, if you're OG enough, ICO is the wild west that, that we call it. And then in 2019, I, I, I invested in a factory that I, I run with my immediate family. Uh, although the factories is not, the, the products that are inside are cosmetic are not um, something that is relevant to crazy matter, but the processes which I'm very proud also to share with you guys that uh, inside there, I, I personally mold up a, a department just to focus on Amazon and eBay. Now, why, why am I sharing all these experiences? It's very important because, uh, you know, we, we, the people listening here are not, I, I hope you are not 18, 20, uh, but maybe you are. But what I am is like, I'm, I'm like a seasoned uh, sailor captain that, that have weeded the storm of not only the, the startup journey, of not only raised money from token side and equity side, not only have gone through the zero step of making a factory, meaning the whole manufacturing process, and especially the most important part, which is the last part, which is global logistics, meaning that I'm able to deliver what has been made to your hands, whether you're in Africa or Canada or Singapore or Zurich or anywhere you are. So basically, this, this thing is also... Um, the, the power behind or the push behind what I think uh, NFT is all about or the DNA of what Crazy Matter is all about. Because when I started Crazy Matter, it was like the wow, again, another wild west of uh, the NFTs where I still remember very vividly in the beginning of this year, there is a Singapore lady that takes some selfies and is sold for hundred over thousand dollars. And not even, not only that, VC give a 2.1 million to that startup that that took the selfie i think what the hell is going on you know so uh because with my um instinct in 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 equity trading people say that when the uh toilet cleaner is buying shares and equity it's time for you to dump i think that is the signal at that time so uh, because I'm more in the manufacturing as well, be, be, because I, I'm a crossbreed between 
um, not only the technology, not only the the processes, not only manufacturing, as well as the whole um, Amazon and eBay experiences. So I gathered everything up, and I I just think, hey, it would be that that is in the beginning of the year. That is when um, not even <clears throat> the downturn yet, right? I, I was like thinking, hey, it would be cool, or or I personally feel that. The NFT rush at the time doesn't warrant just a picture or a JPEG, because we are human beings after all. Uh, we are we no matter how metaverse or how how virtual the metaverse is going to be, we 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 need to feel, we need to touch, we need to have a substantiate feeling on on the association of something. Meaning that it's not something that NFT is great, you know, is one in a million in your phone or in your PC, but I, I would love to see it before I sleep beside my my bed, or I would love to put it like in my car when I'm driving. Hey, you know this is this is what I got. So, I, that 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 was the beginning and the DNA of building building up something, uh, and the belief that this this is going to happen. But although at that time I I can dare to tell you that no one believes in such a thing. I I think it's seeing it, and and I, two words. For all entrepreneurs that I I believe uh, will really push through all the barriers, what number one is faith, and number uh, faith. The my definition of faith is believing in something that may or may not happen, but you still believe in it. Number two is the 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 commission or the determinations, and uh, it's a drive that that you want to prove. You are right not to prove the world wrong, that that you think that your vision is going to make it, and it's a calling. I I I I I, I dare not say is is everybody would have the same feeling, but I do feel that if you are entrepreneur, if you if you are very dedicated to your belief, this is this is part of the passions of making it real. So basically, yeah, I I. I because I do not know programming, although I love it to learn it. Because I programming programmers give me the most pain. You love them, but at the same time you want to kill them. This is what I always tell. The, the love hate relationship with your dev. Uh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I tell you, Queen. I am sharing with the people listening in right now. Once I get funded, I mean, the number one thing is to take away this pain. I would get the programmers <laughs> in front of me. And then I'll be sitting beside them. So where are we right now? Where are we right, right now? You know, yeah, I mean, every step of the way in the room. <laughs> like you don't understand. This is every the, the, single the, the, project the, the, owner gripe. Like, like you need to 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 just take your developer, put him in the basement, chain him to his computer, and be right there going, "What are you doing now? Yes, yes, what are you doing now?" What are you doing now? <laughs> So, so I, I'm very grateful for for the developers that have done Crazy A, but I can tell you my pain. The main smart contract developer is from Switzerland, yeah, and the uh, the front end, which is the reactive uh, JS, is from an exotic land, which which I do not want to mention, and then the back end is in Holland. So, I can tell you the pain of of synchronizing this is like. And when people ask a question in my time, because I'm Asian timing, uh, I'm, I'm in Hong Kong, China time, you know. So when, when I get a question in the morning, I got to wait eight hours before they wake up. But when I try to answer it, the people who have asked it has gone, ba- has gone back and said, hey, 
you reply tomorrow. It's a waste of time for for God's sake, you know. So yeah, uh, what what happened at a time after I have the vision, uh, I I I see it, and then I just call up one one of my uh, dude a brother that that has gone through ICO with me. I just call him. I say, hey, you want to do this with me? Uh, I'm I'm the the dream is making NF making wearable NFTs. And then it will go into the dimensions of games and metaverse, but it can also go into the physical uh, rhyme, like like you can hold it as a collectibles. So that that become the whole thing. And then we took six weeks to write the white paper, and then he he took another three and a half weeks for the smart contract. We don't have enough money to do the certic audit. We had I personally had to take a loan for it, and my wife wasn't too happy about it because. You know, as a startup, it's like <laughs> it's like uh, you, you you can barely feed the family, and right now you got to take a loan for for something that may or may not happen. And of course, you know, they, uh, got a lot of uh, heat from that. But yeah, that, but that's that the truth of it, though. That that that's that's the truth of it. I mean, let's let's break down just a little bit what you talked about. What what I think people really need to take away the most from this. Um, when you're talking about that profile picture. Um, and we talked about this earlier with the one-legged bandit, right? And that community ab- ability to move market caps um, because they believe so much in this JPEG. Um, some of us want it to be tangible. Some of us are are, are uh, easily bonded when we can see, smell, touch, taste, hear versus, oh, I just have this picture that I can just open up in my MetaMask. I can't share it with anyone right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's on my phone. It's on my desktop. Um, you know, and then if it's on my desktop, you can't show it if it's a MetaMask, you can't show the NFT, you have to go to the site to connect it. So, so all that excitement in that acquisition of that profile pick is kind of lost in the translation because there's no physical representation of it that is easily accessible to show off, so to speak. And so now you have those virtual frames that you can show off your NFT that way, but those started about $1,500 for one. Um, and so what I loved about Eddie's project when he bought it to me um, and broke it down, one, um, crazymeta.io is revolutionizing the way people look um, at not only wearable tech, right, but how that wearable tech um, integrates with Web3. That's a massive key alpha that you want to think about. Um, in addition to that, having that profile pick. Um, as a commodity, as a physical commodity, now bridges the gap in how people understand what Web3 can really do as an NFT. Because a year ago, you didn't have that, but now you do. And I think he's one of the first projects to talk about this way back when, before other projects started doing it, he was already building it, right? And I look at the way that they're building it now, and all I can do is sit back and laugh. And, and, And why are they failing? because they didn't have the background required to execute on a worldwide stage, not only that wearable tech, but that physical representation of a profile pic. Not financial advice, just saying, um, it's one you wanna be looking at. Thank you, thank you, Ms. Riz. I, I, you know, I think we are all enough over here in this, in this um, group that there is always, everything happened for a reason. Um, and and I never ask why, you know. I just do it, and uh, yeah. It, it, um, so what what really hap- happened was that we bootstrapped to like uh, j- just trying to like uh, make it faster, the timeline, 
I, I will skip all the agonies, um, you know, and all the pains. But uh, we have bootstrapped to like middle of July. And what happened in the middle of July is that we are very fortunate to met up this uh, uh, convention in Europe, which is the biggest convention for, for you know, it's like a God gift to me for sneakerheads. You know, uh, so the, the exhibition is only for sneakerheads. So it's called Sneakerness. And then I, I was so excited about it. And I talked to the founder of Sneaker. Uh, the, the exhibition is called Sneakerness. So, hey, just imagine if we are able to showcase the prototype uh, as well as people liking the prototype and then buying the NFT there and then. And that was the idea of it. And that is our go to the market. So one thing lead to another and 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 we couldn't bootstrap anymore because, you know, one exhibition in Europe is like, uh, if I'm not wrong, about twenty thousand just to get the booth. Now I'm just talking about getting the booth, but there are there are supplementary expenses like making the booth. You have to make the physical uh, uh, prototype. You have to send it over, and and you you have human logistic, especially when and you know like uh, the flying right now is is the most expensive. So. Everything add up is like I, I calculated it is is even I I, I I sell sell everything that I got is not <laughs> enough to bring bring this up you know and that was the time that I gone to the market but you guys know is is like the bear market is very challenging right now uh, but we still have faith or I personally look at this as like uh, I I believe that if we do the immaculate design and and the best quality of the product. Uh, I, I, I just got this inspiration from Apple in a lot of ways because what is the difference between Android and Apple? Why people buy Apple? It's like, well, they, they, they presented it like it's like uh, God-given uh, uh, tools that drop onto Earth. Second one, their marketing is, is pretty good. And number two is basically the design is slick. And number three, I, I have an iPhone 10 that I've been using and I'm still using it right now. Yeah. So basically the quality is there. And I believe solely in, in such a way that if the design is slick and if I can manage like, because I, I do understand my, I, I truly understand my audience who are fans. And, and one thing about fans is that they have excruciating standards, meaning that if you, if you send them something that is a, they, they'll find faults on any anything you know it's like uh the, the why because they 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 are fans and they want the best from what they get they are not usual consumers so that that's the reason why when we did the shoes the sneakers jack who is the owner of that that uh manufacturing um uh uh factory called me one night eddie eddie I'm able to save two bucks for you. And that's normal, you know, for a manufacturer. I said, no, 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 Jack. You spend $5 more to make it the world best because this is this is the, the most uh, important thing for us. This is our showpiece, you know. So that that is the philosophy that we have. And and I, I, to be very frank about it, I do not know because we, we are only at the stage of make, finishing the prototype Although we have we have released a crazy ape which comes with a mystery box. If you guys uh, just look at the Twitter and go to the site, it's only fifty five. Uh, please support the cause and buy it. But I'm just saying, 
on the sneakers itself. I I, I think uh, I uh, mistress has seen, queen has seen it uh, because I, I I have the prototype in my hands, and and we are gonna make it leathery. We have the Abe on the lip itself. We have our logo popping out on the side. It's like I I'm so proud of it. I know when it's been delivered, there will be like another round of hype because people are going to share in the social media. They are going to eat beside it. They are going to shower with it. They are going to sleep, put the shoes beside the pillow. I, I mean, I, 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 I dare not say it will materialize that way, but I'm visualizing that the hype will, we are going to be more renowned than what it is right now. So thank Setting you. Setting the mindset. Setting okay. the mindset. Eddie, that, that's what it is, setting the mindset for what it is. A big part of the onboarding process and why it's been so difficult to onboard people into the space is that it's not tangible. NFTs are not tangible. They're not tangible assets. And we are tangible beings. Um, it is what we can see, touch, taste, smell, and hear. That's what bonds us to, to, to things. And so NFTs, as they stand alone, um, they're not tangible. There's no real world value to it except what the buyer sets the value at. And so when it's just about the art um, with no additional utility to get the price that you want as the seller, it is difficult because the price is determined by the buyer. As a consequence, when you look at it and you look at the true value of an NFT that's married to utility and then bridge to a physical product, it becomes um, an, uh, the holy grail of the best of both worlds because going into the real world to create a startup um to compete on a level um that's just unheard of right nike dominates the field right now when we talk about sneakers and it is a multi-billion dollar field um but when you talk about taking that that intangible asset of your nft and marrying it to a real life product the way that crazy io is doing um in terms of bridging that gap um, and then going after a market that when, when we say fans, sneakerheads are no joke in this space. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure Danny could touch on that, but, but, but sneakers heads are no joke. Like I, I know grown men, grown men that will take the day off to go get the latest drop, right? Or will pay absorbent amounts of money, um, to get someone else to go stand in line to get that drop. And it's kind of like how women are with certain things as well. Let's be honest, ladies, right? Um, we do have our preferences for certain items. Um, for me, it's tech, right? For me, it's tech. Yeah, I, I am I am waiting for that next drop. Whether it's a smartphone, TV, whatever, whatever it is, a Mac, I'm waiting because I expect a certain quality, and he's right. I will look for fault. Like, I, I am already part of that beta tested group for Apple because that's just me. I'm like, dude, this, no, no, this don't work. It don't work. It don't work. I'm sending that feedback. I am writing that five-page letter, right, on that one little thing that don't work. So I get that. And when you talk about building in Web3 and bridging those ideas together and then putting it forward in a way where quality is absolute assured is one of the reasons why I'm an absolute fan of crazy matter absolute fan thank you green thank you for the uh, validations so yeah that's that's the whole history of course we have a lot more layers i, I think uh, queen also asked about investors and where's the return uh, basically i i see both uh, one because we are raising not only a token size we, uh, we have equity uh, an investor knocking on the door so on the token side it's very simple um 
you know, you, you see a lot of game five, social five that after getting listed, boom, it goes down because the execution time is too long and people lost interest in it. But we, we are cultivating our own cult. In a sense, it's like cult for, for like what Queen has said is, is a transition between NFTs as well as uh, physical. So uh, we, we, our, our so-called attention span or, or the uh, leniency of them giving us for the tokens to, to, to be stagnant or go up will we, we'll definitely be there. And number, number two, um, basically we have a lot, for example, we, we, we are revenable and profitable in a lot of ways compared to a startup. Even you come out of a game, I'm not saying that you are not going to be profitable, but you know the competition is too much, and and, and we we ourselves in compared to that wide range of competitions, we are very niche. We are like supreme brand, which is uh, we are using one word called scarcity. You know, we we like the sneakers itself. One color is only one thousand two hundred eighty-eight, and after that we stop it. We, there's no more re. Uh, production for it and there is no reprint for it is that that's it you know and not only um do we not um discourage secondary market we embrace it we want queen who have bought the first genesis series are selling it three times and someone have bought it and sell it for another four times bigger so that that is what we want so on the equity side, uh, what is the value added is, is very simple. I, 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 I need to like um, showcase a, a startup. It's called Artifact. I, I guess you guys have heard of it. Uh, they, they came up with Clone X and everything. The first round, they raised $1.5 million. The second round, $3 million. The third round, $8 million, And there is no fourth round. Why? Because they have been acquired by Nike. Yeah. And, and this trend would proceed. Why is it going to proceed? Is basically there is brands beyond Nike. There is, for example, Adidas, Undergarment, those bigger ones. But there are hundreds and hundreds over that is not even on the list. And I'm not talking about only Europe or worldwide. Even like Southeast Asia, even China itself, there's like hundreds over brands. Now, just imagine you're a brand owner. When the metaverse comes and you do not know how to play the game. How do you get your brands to the metaverse? How do people wear it? Uh, how, what do you do to, to captiv captivate the eyeball and stuff like that? Now, the best thing about being a public listed or the mega billions that Queen talk about is that you acquire them. And to be very frank about it, we just need to uh, be very stubborn and very determined on the workflow that we bring out. By completing this workflow and knowing how to be revenueable and be a snowball, that not only today we only have 20,000 uh, followers, maybe six months down the road we have 80,000. Maybe one year after, from today we have like 120,000. So the value goes up. They need a startup that knows how to play this game and knows how to be revenueable. And that, that is where the equity returns will be, you know, because. It's very straightforward. When when the metaverse was really, if you can see Meta coming out with the new uh, Oculus, uh, it's improving. And maybe, I don't know, maybe in our lifetime, uh, no need because the, the technology is improving so fast. Within a couple of years, it could be a contact lens that, that you can just put up and you can go into metaverse. And that would be the time that everybody is competing in this space. And to be very frank about it, I do think that we will have knock on the door that's saying, hey, uh, you guys know how to play this. Uh, let's talk.
uh, whether it's a partnership, whether it's it like a full takeover. But let's work on what is at hand right now and do the best. Uh, I, I think it's still the products. It, you know, it's a deliverable. If what we come out, like what I say, that you are able to be so proud of it, to have it in a, a glass shelf with, with lighting shining on it, I think, I think we have made it. That's, that's what it is. And thank you, Queen, for the question. Yep, yep. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Danny, um, I see you came up as speaker. You got something you want to add, buddy? No? Any questions? No questions thus far? Okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot, um, Chef Unlimited, because um, I know you're <laughs> new to the space. Um, mm -hmm. And But we were talking about tangibles. Um, mm -hmm. And tangibles is food. So yeah. when you are sitting down and you're hearing about um, a project like, like Crazy Meta that's talking about marrying that intangible with a tangible and then delivering it in high quality and the expectation and where it can go, how do you see that um, from your perspective? Well, interestingly enough, one of the things that um, I began to create was because there was like unless you you know got uh, like a a higher NFT you wouldn't get anything that was tangible and, and a hoodie just is not cutting it for five hundred dollars for me <laughs> you know I mean it just isn't but when I started doing my research I just realized that it's got to be something more fun more just ugh just more engaging than just a t-shirt or a hoodie. So when I, I began to say, I will say I started to create a, a line of art and not for the sense of saying, oh, I have an NFT. It's for the sense of saying, this is what you get. You actually get a utility that is going to be uh, for your area, for your, you know, as an interactive type of um, investment, if you will. But it's a long-term investment. It's not just going to be for one year. It's going to be maybe for three years, and it's going to be evolving and revolving and, and allowing input to come from the holders. You know, so food, when it comes to something like that, there's a lot. You have to be creative. You know, there has to be something that people can say, that I believe in what you're doing because I, I'm really, I'm literally getting something all the time from what you, what you created. Show me the value. That's it. Exactly. And 1000%. Yeah, absolutely. Show me the value. Um, and it's one of the, the things that I see this space really evolving into, um, you know, moving away from um, it's okay that that art was the utility, and I still believe it's number one utility of an NFT. Right. But it's not the only utility, and people right. do want more, um, not because it's a beer market, but because in understanding it's capable of doing so much more. Now we're pushing the barriers, right? We're pushing right. the barriers. So you have these startups coming in, um, like Crazy Meta, that comes in and says, "Hey, not only do I have the infrastructure." to deliver a high quality product that's married to Web3, but will continue to showcase value to the holders that buy the NFT. 
see, and that's that's the key, I think, that most people are not quite there yet in understanding. They come in and they're looking at the hype project, right? Um, and that hype project might have, um, you know, a celebrity behind it. At the end of the day, celebrities are 15 minutes of fame. I need more than 15 minutes in my portfolio. And they're getting the money. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're getting the money. And, and, and that's what's pissing me off. And, but then I have to remember, I've got to take a step back and allow people to make the mistakes in this space so that they learn from it and they grow from it, right? Um, It's never financial advice when I say how I invest. That's just my personal investment strategy and what works for you works for you. But at the end of the day, I wanna be part of a startup that's building. I wanna be part of a startup that's going to be here years from now. Um, You know, when Apple started, when Microsoft started, they started in basements, right? These are multi-billion dollar. I think Apple hit a trillion a couple of years back. Um, industries and where did they start? They started as startup. They started as build. They started as people that had an idea and did not stop. They did not stop innovating and building and evolving. And that's the key. That's the recipe to being successful. It is the ability to fail and fail and fail and fail and then get it right. Um, and so I would love to say, oh, I bought into this project and it was an immediate success and it continued to be yeah, an immediate success and there were no growing pains. Man, everybody, that's everybody's dream, right? But the reality is, the reality is, if you don't have checks and balances, if you don't have a model that understands as the tech evolve, as society evolve, as the world evolve, that your company is scalable, and can evolve with those changes, you're destined for failure. And there has to be checks and balances as you create, as you innovate, and as you bring value to Web3, um, because you've got to bring value to Web3. It is an investment pool. So you've got to bring value to Web3. And so I'm kind of over. Can you solve? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I really am. I'm, I'm over, oh, you know, buy my profile pic. Yeah, I'll buy it. Um, if it's 5, 10, 15 bucks, yeah, I'll buy it. Um, you know, to showcase my support because of your passion or your purpose. But if you're asking me to invest, um, this is where all emotion gets squelched and it comes right down to the nitty gritty. I'm going to be looking at that white paper. I'm going to be looking at your website. I'm going to be looking at your LinkedIn. I'm going to be looking at your socials. I want to see who's behind it. I don't necessarily need to see a PhD or MBA behind it. What I do need to see is a lived experience that says you know how to run a business. It's lived, lived experience that says you know that you can handle the pressure that comes with building because there's a lot of pressure with it. And you've got to be prepared to hold that foundation solid for others that climb aboard. Absolutely. Thanks for the business advice. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's all about sharing and building together because if, we, if we're able to showcase the best of what Web3 has to offer, um, that's when uh, through mass adoption starts to come in because it's not just one thing. It's a multitude of things. It's a multitude of projects that are determined um, to bring forth that value and keep pushing in a positive mindset that wants to create, that wants to help create that wealth, that open access and level playing field for all. No questions from anyone at this time? Yomi, what do you want to add to the roundup? Why are you going to call me out when I'm sitting here teaching? 
<laughs> oh, you're teaching. Oh, that's right. Um, you know I, mean? <laughs> no, okay. I, I didn't mean to call you out like that. Right. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to say this to Eddie. Eddie, I absolutely love sharing any space with you. Um, I know your passion, your purpose, your dedication, your absolute commitment. Um, I get sneak behind looks. So maybe I'm a little bit more vocal um, on your behalf. But but the truth is, I, I continue to just be impressed um, with, with the work that you're doing. And, and, and I'm just happy to be be a part of that, right? Um, you know, I love you. I love yeah, you. Thank you're a beast in this space, buddy. You're a beast in this space, man. And, and, and uh, definitely, I am, I am excited to see um, Crazy just continue to build um, 6,000 in a free NFTs. Way to go. And that's cross-trained, by the way. Um, the it's 3D crazy, huh? version, Yeah, the 3D version is out on BSC right now. Um, yeah. You mint those, you get the physical product to it. Um, but there's so much more to the project itself. You definitely have to, to get involved. Click on the, the, the Twitter profile. Click on the bio. Check out the socials, the Discord, the Telegram, um, the Twitter account. Um, there's so many other people that are backing this project that believe in what you are doing. Um, I'm just happy to just be a part of it. I'm grateful. Uh, I'd love to have you on my live too, cooking one oh, of your favorite chef. dishes. You, chef. Hey, chef. Yes. Uh, since since we're yes. talking, right? I, I just came yes. across something that is in your in your in your <laughs> mm-hmm. speciality and space. I, I saw one video and I hope to send it to you. I, I uh, you know, beginning <laughs> is just a sale of NFTs by a uh-huh. Michelin star chef. So if right. you buy an NFT, they are going to cook like uh, yeah. Uh, uh, no menu is like you know they, they cook it with their inspiration on on the day itself yeah mm-hmm. but i i just thought that this is pretty normal you know what's so special about it but the last part is the astonishing thing they say if you buy the nft the michelin star uh coke is going to cook mm-hmm. it in front of you yeah anywhere in the world in the world yep <laughs> i had that idea absolutely and I have a friend who actually was a top chef runner-up and worked for um, Joelle Robeson in Paris at 21. She was like the first um, female sous chef he ever had. So her and I have collaborated on something like that. I'm trying to get her into this space, crypto. She's a single mom, so I'm like, hey, girl, let's go. <laughs> we need to invest and do something together. So... I, I I'm already along the blind, and thank you for that idea. Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, a little I, bit. I, I, I saw it. it makes it. I, I saw the profile that that you already is a celebrity yourself because you 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 okay. are it is. I mean, <laughs> the NFT if you hooked up with what you are specialized in. I, I mean, mm-hmm. when when I was looking at the v, I, I if I can get my hand on the video, I I will give okay. it to you. Yeah, yes. but I saw it in the beginning. It's like, hey, what's so special about that? It's an NFT. It's just like buying a ticket, and then someone is just cooking something in front of you, which is nothing special. But the last part really took me by surprise. Meaning mm-hmm. that if I were to be in Singapore, yeah, if I buy the NFT, right. yeah, you're gonna fly over, <laughs> and then you're gonna cook for me, and that cook is part. something special. Yeah, that is that is. Of course, you can think in terms not overseas yet. You can think in terms like anywhere in U.S. Maybe yeah. that, that that is going to like uh, yeah stir some yeah. Thank you, but, but I Queen, it, I I appreciate every single thing, and and I'm so grateful that I'm able to meet you uh, on this path of of uh, you know 
doing crazy matter and I, and and every you know everything is meant to be you have to be crazy I have to be crazy and then facts <laughs> that you know crazy means a lot of stuff but one thing that it means is that we are beyond the traditional and and we are beyond the rhyme of uh, the convention that's all it is so yep. I am on it so just do what you do best and I'll continue persisting appreciate that appreciate that I, I will tell you this chef unlimited that that we definitely need um, to get get together um, I would love to support you any way that I can oh, um, thank you. I have been waiting on a food project you have no idea I have <laughs> right. been just waiting just set ready and waiting <laughs> Um, because there's so much that can be done with it. The give back um, is, is the biggest part of it um, because I'm sure mm -hmm. you're going to have built in some type of charity aspect. Um, yeah. You know, the, the numbers still sit in my mind when you talk about how many kids go to bed hungry at night right here in America. Right. Um, you know, it, 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 the numbers still boggle the mind. Like, how could we um, still allow kids to go to bed hungry? Right. Um, and it's there. It's true. It's a real thing. And when you include others um, in sitting down and having a meal with them, um, when you cook for others, um, you know, it's it's a testament to, to where we can grow together as society. Um, not very many people do it. They're happy to just write a check. But those that actively get involved, those that show up at Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, those that just pull up at Costco and load up a truck right, cook up some food and hit their local Walmart or hit their homeless spot that's under the bridge and just give out food because, you know, there's somebody that needs a meal that day, right? Um, that's the kind of give back that I'm always excited to be a part of mm -hmm. and always excited to help build. Thank you so much. For that. Uh, you know, it's very important for me to make sure, like, if I, if I were to go today, tomorrow, I want to say, somebody would say, well, he, he impacted my life somehow. Mm. You know, yep. and that's just one of the most important things. I need my children to know that I was a good person, that people have positive things to say about, you know, a legacy that they can carry on. So yep. it's, you know, it's astonishing that we still, you know, I, I don't knock it, but you don't have a problem with people that go on um, IG and, and, and in document their good Samaritan acts, if you will. And it's not to say it's not coming from a, a positive place, but if you have to document it, it's, it's, it has an ulterior motive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will fully agree with you on that. There is, um, there is one lady that I follow on TikTok, and the reason why I, I follow her, um, she just shows the food preparation. Literally, you see her walking through <laughs> Costco um, and just tons, and I donate, I donate. Tons and tons of food. And then I watch it because, you know, she's showing the cooking preparation, right? That's my thing. And she's making this mac and cheese with so much love. And I'm like, oh, I got to try a little Swiss cheese in my mac and cheese. Oh, she put a little cream cheese in there? <laughs> I'm going to have to try that, right? And, and she shows the preparation. You know what she never shows? Her delivering the food. Right. She never puts them on camera. And I always think right. to myself, you know, I, and I watch these shows and I always think to myself, man, um, did, did you even ask permission? Because that's somebody's low point. Right. Right, absolutely. That, it's just some that's somebody's low point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's somebody's low point. Do you do you really need to show that? You know, that's somebody's low point. They they don't necessarily want the whole world to know, hey, you know, I'm I'm down at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I will keep you updated as my project uh, come along and I'm more tangible and and get you all the, I know you're the you're black and white person, so I'll make sure that those numbers are in line as well. Those numbers are important. Those numbers are important. Um, but, but, you know, at the end of the day, what we do here at the Queens of Crypto is not just um, talk about, you know, investments um, and value in Web3. We talk about the people behind it, the passion and the purpose, what drives them, because inevitably, um, the projects that succeed in building not only in a bear market, but continue to build and showcase value, um, they're typically the projects that have a passion and a purpose because they have people that are dedicated to building and creating that vision um, so that all can share in um, the benefit of it, right? Um, it's the ones that come up and show me every two seconds that I can't, I, I can't tolerate. I, don't show me. I don't want to be shelled. I don't. Um, it, it's my one ha hard, fast rule for this space. Um, you you want to come talk to me? Talk to me about how you got there. Talk to me about your name, which I absolutely love how you came into it. Talk to me about your experience. Talk to me about your vision. Talk to me about how you want to build. Talk to me about how do you get there. Talk to me about, hey, can you help me? Please don't try to shell me on, you know, oh, I've got this project. Yeah, you and 10,000 other people on any given time. Um, it's important that we make that separation because I'm not in Web3 for a minute. I'm not in Web3 for what I can get now. I am in Web3 to leave a lasting impact and value to hopefully touch someone's life, to make better for someone else in this world other than myself. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're here for. That's what we do. It's what we do. Yomi, I know you're you're teaching, but I'm gonna let you have the last word if nobody else has questions. No, no I kind of backed off. I was trying to. Um, Zora is trying to find a, a, a owl that she can draw. So I kind of wasn't teaching. I was I said teaching, but I was trying to help her find something to uh, draw. So sorry. Hey, about Queen, that. can I have a last word? Absolutely. So Absolutely, sure. Eddie. I've shared like uh, a video that we have made, and I think this. I, I I hope Queen likes it, and everybody can click on. I've just shared it on top, and I I we love it, and I think uh, you are you guys are gonna love it as well. If you are Star Wars fans and uh, Mando fans, you know, it, once you see it, you will see the resemblance of it. So, I I gotta go because it's like three. 3 a.m. over here but uh, I love you guys all I love Queens the most so just watch the video if you guys have a chance and, and just follow and, and support the uh, project if possible Thank appreciate that alright brother bye I'll, 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 I'll text him later Yomi and tell him that he is late because I already put it up <laughs> yeah, it is already up there. Yeah, it is already up there. Like you're, you're, you're late, brother. It's three a.m. So I'm gonna forgive him for that. Um, <laughs> you move, you move fast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I like it. I like it. Man, he listen. Our our Tuesday night meetings are, are funny. Are you online, sister? And then he'll text me. Are you online, sister? And I just laugh. Eddie, I'm here. <laughs> it's the same like every Tuesday, buddy. <laughs> it's the same thing. Like, what are you doing up? What are, what are you doing up, Eddie? Well, you know, I have to have the, I have to see you. I have to talk to you. Let you know what's going on. But that's what I love. I love his 
passion for what he does. Mm. You know, that's 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 so infectious when you have a passion for what you do. And you said it earlier. Um, you said to have to be able to 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 earn a living at what you have a passion for makes you a truly blessed individual. Um, yeah, it- That's true. And, you know, um, I wanted to just say thank you for the invite. And, you know, I believe that, you know, just speaking with you or not just not believe. I know I've learned so much just hearing you talk and hearing you. That's why I try not to miss one every week because I learn something each time. And, you know, just to give a little synopsis for people that missed the, the beginning and um, to give you a more generalized idea of where I plan to really invest in um, making uh, food recession proof for people because if we go into a pandemic say hopefully cross our fingers we never do have to you know we'll be able to have direct access to farmers to anyone that has a, a way to source food and get it directly to the consumer without a um, um without going through a middleman, whereas we had to go to the grocery store and there was nothing on the shelves. You know, now I want to solve that problem and bring money to farmers of all sorts. And we're just not talking about produce. We're talking about seafood, spices, wine, all types, you know, and um, to bring it directly to the consumer to be able to say, okay, even if we can't grow our own food, we can at least support those that do grow our food. Um, Because we're supposedly in a food crisis right now, but are we though? Or is it the government kind of putting us in that position? So, you know, you know, that's a whole nother. Okay, so so we're going to have to have you back next week. We're going to have to go down that rabbit hole. Baby. Um, for many mm. reasons, we got to go mm. down that rabbit hole. I'll be and happy why? to come back, baby. I'll be and, happy. And, absolutely why we have to have a food mm. project that's going yeah. to do it and do it right and why I you have just attained a stalker on everything that you're doing <laughs> <laughs> because you hit the key points why I, I kept saying I'm ready for a food project in web 3 and people it's really just... didn't understand what I mean by that mm. I don't mean give me pictures of no. food I right. don't mean um, make me a special meal because I buy your NFT I mean showcase the value of direct access mm-hmm. and I have yep. a great ecosystem for that and it's go. like and it's giving back to both the consumer and the and the uh, farmer. And it's something that I just have, I've thought about countless, like I've had sleepless nights developing this because mm. it was something that, like it gives me chills to this day because I really, it was necessary. It is necessary. So listen, um, we could do it, I could talk another time if you like, but I'm telling you, it's something that I have on paper and it's, ready to just start to find its legs you know all, all right Yomi, we we gonna have to make next week all about <laughs> chef unlimited yeah um, I, I wanted to pop in with her saying that um and and to say um i'm so grateful to both you and carmen for the projects that you brought in that you bring in because like with eddie and with um the one led bandit i wouldn't know how to necessarily find or vet people like this because there aren't really from what I've seen and from some of the places I've spaces I've experienced they're not necessarily 
built on communities building communities. They're built on just building their community. So when you have projects like this that are willing to collab already, like, oh, yeah, I just want to do this, that, and a third with you, then it shows that it's open to that. But my main thing is that I wouldn't necessarily know how to vet past, you know, to dig deep into it to find out that they're the genuine, wholesome projects. So this is, you know, already today, I think this is like one of the best ones we've had. I believe that. I believe that. So I, I had some other projects lined up for next week. Um, they just got canceled. Um, we'll do them the week after. Um, because I, I kid you not, when you say keep you up at night thinking how you solve that issue, those are my love language. That's my love language. Those, That's my preferred um, um, code, if you want to, because because, <laughs> because you're, you're right on point on where I say we need to see food. Um, but how do we see food in this space? And I've heard other ideas on how they see food in this space and how they're going to do it. Um, but you hit the nail on the head right there for me when we talk about access. So we're going to save that tidbit. Next okay. week is definitely going to have to be that full two hours of Jessica Chef Unlimited. And hopefully you can give us some alpha on developing that project. But much more than that, I will make sure that we have some devs, um, some marketing people that I trust in the space so that whenever you oh. get to a stage, you're ready to mm-hmm. execute and you need veteran persons mm-hmm. to help you execute. We've already mm-hmm. got you connected with those. Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much very much my heart yeah yeah this is how we build this is how we build and this is how we promote and this is how we conquer and we conquer through collaboration Um, Mm -hmm. it is all about how helping you shine makes us shine together right how bright our light can be together Um, and and this is why I absolutely love being able to do our space the way we do our space they are building something really 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 special so keep it up yeah, I'm all for it, all for it. So you guys heard it here first. Next week, we're going to have Chef Unlimited, just her and her beautiful hey. idea and where <laughs> food is going to go next. Yes, you've heard it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm ready. I, I'm, I'm so ready. excited, too, because like, it's been bubbling so long, but I won't keep anybody else. But it's been bubbling so long, and, I, and it's so many pre, tree branches that can go from it, the initial skeleton of the idea developed or like to say I I don't know (laughs) it's just a rebrand of another idea but you know we'll talk about it yeah execution is the key execution is the key so we came into the space listening to the divine hippie um it's a brother that I got turned on to when I do my web 3 radio show on Friday nights at 11 p.m with Danny Hamilton from um dynasty.io um tune in tomorrow night um but I think we have, uh, I, I want to say it's Lucas. I think it's Lucas King, he told me, that we're going to be having. Um, it's going to be pretty exciting. I did see my buddy Goose, by the way, um, in the audience. Um, but he stepped away. Great album. You guys should tune into that as well. Um, hey, Voodoo, you, you finally came up to speak, brother. What's going on? You guys are minting in. Oh, oh you've got your big, um, your big virtual, virtual battle coming up with escape verse yeah we got that tomorrow night eight uh, our link goes live for the minutes at five and we're starting the space at 4 30. oh my so. gosh i wanted to take part in that 
I did. I wanted to take part in that. Um, Yomi, are you, are you, are you, oh, you're working tomorrow. Are you doing the, the escape verse? I, I don't, I don't know how to do it. So that's, that's the cool thing. They got people, uh, the escape verse is going to have a team in there that's going to guide you. So, uh, to play, you just need to have a desktop with good Wi-Fi. Um, on the desktop, you need uh, Discord just to get the link. The Discord link will be listed. Um, and then Zoom on the desktop. And we'll play the game through Zoom. But they're going to – no one really – no one knows how to play. This is like a first uh, for oh, okay. myself as well. So they'll walk you through how to do everything. So it'll be, it'll be exciting. And I know Escapers is <clears throat> a really cool uh, – the founder's uh, ex-military. Uh, so she's a vet and looking forward to doing some other things with Lot 22 with them as well. Yeah, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited by that. What time does uh, it start? It's going to be 8 p.m. EST. Okay, great. I love oh, escape rooms. Okay. Love, love. Like, I'm addicted. Okay, so you have to be on our team. You have to be on our team. I'm addicted. No. Okay, I will because guess what? When I say people make fun of me at the beginning of escape rooms when they first came out, now they're actual physical places, and I'm like, oh yeah. no, y'all too this, scary to do it now. <laughs> this escapers yeah, is uh, we have an IRL escapers in Seattle, and they're they were uh, voted top in the country. I think top twenty in the mm -hmm, country, so mm -hmm. they, they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, she's got to be on our team. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah, we have no clue what we're doing, but she's got to be on our team. I'm all set to go. Um, I love this. Yeah, I, I do got to yes, say, Chef, Chef, big fan. I'm a foodie. I was checking out your uh, all your stuff. Like, that's super awesome what you're doing. Thank, um, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. big fan. Hey, how y'all doing? Thank you so much. How y'all doing? I, apolo I apologize. Hey, I was in a few calls at a few meetings. How y'all, how everybody doing today? Doing great, doing great. Uh, um, just yeah. wanted to say, Chef, um, Voodoo Lab Studios, um, I need to get you connected with um, Shark over there um, from top to bottom. Um, yeah. Okay. So just, okay. just D D him, DM him for me. Okay. I will do All that. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, what's, what's good, Danny? I have some cooking to do, so I'm going to hop off. I love you. Thank you so much. Uh, and I'll see you next week. I gotta get some of that me food up. too. I gotta get some of that food too. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm trying to make this a travel thing. I'm like, I'm meeting so many people that are actually asking me to do that, and I'm trying to make it happen. Well, I gotta get on that menu, man. So let me know. <laughs> I'm close, Danny. I'm I'm Just, close, bro. I'm I'm right here in Scranton. I can make that trip. I don't know about you, but I can make that trip. I'm shit, right I'm, a, I'm about to go on a trip. I'm about to go trip. So I'm gonna have to get some of that food, man. I gotta I gotta definitely check in. Listen, anybody here coming to Vegas, I I encourage them to hit me up. Nobody does, but when when you get to have the pictures and stuff and proof that I was serious about it, then hey. Well, listen, I, listen I'm gonna be in Vegas. Like I said, I got a few things that we're arranging to be in Vegas real soon. So don't don't hold. I'm gonna hold you to that. Okay. I'm gonna make sure I come check I, please in. Please do. Please do. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. You. All right. All right. Everybody have a great day. Thanks again. All right. All right, love. All right. Bye. What's going on? What's good with you, Danny? I'm chilling. Um, I'm chilling. Y'all vibing in this thing? Yeah, we we getting ready to wrap it up. Um, you know, it's been went over two hours a little bit, but, um, 
you know, great conversation, man. Absolutely great conversation. I know you're going to bring the conversation for sure, man. I know you're going to bring the energy and the conversation to everybody. What's going on, Voodoo? Hey, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I can't complain, man. Feeling blessed, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I've been busy getting ready for this mint. So head down, you know, sending out like, you know, just 2,000 DMs, you know. Today, so <laughs> he said 2000 DMs. I see Grim Gores, I see Grim Gores, um, hiding down there, right? Um, yeah, yeah Jay Connect was in earlier. I wanted to, yeah, I saw him, him, but yeah, he yeah, yeah. Out. it's on and lit though. I gotta represent, they put a spell yeah. on me, so I gotta represent the voodoo community. And now we straight out. up cheating because we don't, we don't nab the chef. She said, I know what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's on our team. Oh, yeah. We got the chef on our team. Look at that. Yep. I heard you bumping that Divine Hippie, man. Like, man, the brother, you feeling the brother. I'm feeling the brother music, too, man. We're going to have to bring him back up, man. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling him. I'm going to close out to him as well, man. You know, I had to play the 504 goodie. Uh. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's that music. Yes, yes, yes. He married it in the right way, so I got to hit them with the sublime to close. Mm. I feel that. I feel that. For sure, for um, sure. But we're going to chat. Um, I'm about to end the space, but please um, give this brother a listen. Um, I already posted his um, Twitter account on there, um, the Divine Hippie, and we're going we, we gonna to leave out with it.